Hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakthrough Speaks as part of our Let's Talk initiative, a real conversation with real people about their real lives. Here at the Breakthrough Movement, we are dedicated to using our platform to take on real world issues. So as you sit back and listen, we ask that you please take care of yourselves because we are sometimes serious, sometimes silly, but we are straight up all of the time. Today, we are talking with a good friend of mine um, that I met, I guess, five, four or five years ago now, right? You were a freshman? I think 17. 17, right, so yes. four, four-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- I actually remember auditioning for you guys um, in at Columbia. Um, and I, uh, I'll be honest, I did it on a whim. Ooh. Yeah, like, because I was in this place of like, remembering why I liked performing uh-huh. and like feeling like I just needed to do things. Yes. Like I was, I was starting to get too caught up in like, is this paying? How much? Like, what can this do for my career? Da, 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 da. And I was forgetting uh-huh. like why I liked being on stage, why I liked acting in front, like why I liked doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to just have an excuse to perform for the sake of performing yeah right? it's just an excuse to 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 work that that muscle quote unquote yeah and that's uh, what we were doing obviously we weren't going to pay you <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yes. and yeah but i remember i remember going into the room and my first thought was like oh there's so few of them <gasps> oh that's funny tiny yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like i walked in and i was like oh it's just like a couple people uh-huh and i was like right it's a grad program it's not meant to be like right this like giant like group of, of yeah and there's only six per year yeah yeah that's yeah. Intense. yeah it's super intense but yes welcome uh anna to our episode thank you hey, so hey. much for doing this um now what's interesting you're the first person no that is not true i lied i was gonna <laughs> say you're the first person that i did the original interviews with you're not but um you are one of the people that i interviewed last year for yes. the first version um, of this project. Uh, so I guess, like, how have things been over the last year? Like, we'll do the check-in thing real quick before we do anything too, too serious. Yeah. Um, I think this year has been really challenging for me. Uh, I think it's been challenging for everybody. But um, I, guess, I guess something that I... I, I get, I don't know. I uh, tend to have very high, I set the, a very high bar for myself in a lot of ways. And so I, and one of the ways I thought that that was gonna kick in was like being resilient and being able to work under the pressure of, you know, no space, no people, no, t- you know. And, and I was like, no, I don't think that I can push myself through this with my own kind of momentum at this point. And so, you know, I guess, you know, it's, it's humbling to hit that wall. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe I'm not alone in that a lot of uh, directors and performers have hit somewhat of a wall in their careers because there just hasn't been the space and, and ability to be together in a space. So that's, I miss it enormously. And I, um, but yeah, I think without that, without being together in a space, it's been very hard for me to motivate uh, sort of the projects and wanting to self-produce and push a whole thing through from the beginning to the end. Right. So I've been happy to kind of step in and be helpful to other projects 
instead. <laughs> right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's, yeah. that is very fair. Uh, do you think we'll see more of that? Because I feel like, especially living in a place like New York City, right? Hustle is kind of the mantra for a lot of artists. Yeah. Uh, and we just, I mean, we, we project on top of project after project before, like we're just constantly saying yes to things yeah. uh, because you never really know which which open door will will be the one yeah. uh, and and i have a very similar feeling of like like uh, was so excited to like get back into things only to realize that like some of those skills i don't really have anymore oh. uh, right some yeah. of those some of the some of that desire to like just constantly be doing things actually went away and i liked having some yeah. of that time so maybe i don't want to do like 12 projects at once yeah that's uh, you know i know i don't actually so like i i find myself now looking at audition notices and i'm like ooh, this looks cool nope <laughs> 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 like i'm doing something else during that time and like technically i have like i could do them simultaneously but like no like i don't i don't want i don't want that yeah um, my you know i've been working at, at juilliard last year and then i'm going back this for this school year but um it really has it's it was an environment and an institution that like really took seriously all of the safety precautions and stuff. So all of that, that framework was already built or no, they built it this year. Mm -hmm. But um, like the idea of having to set those protocols and find and clean space for myself and host people. And then the responsibility of what if somebody gets sick? What if all of us get sick? I was just, I don't know. I just found that very overwhelming and people did get sick at Juilliard, you know? We had to switch characters and, you know, oh, someone's been exposed. So everybody who they, you know, play near gone, you know? Mm. So it was a really, um, I got, basically what I'm saying is I got to see it functioning at the highest level possible. Mm. And it was very chaotic. And the idea of like doing that myself really was overwhelming, you know? Yeah. I mean, taking that into account, you know, and you know, Broadway is about to open and three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, at this point, like, you know, September, quote unquote, mm -hmm. like Broadway is supposed to be back. Coming do you, up. Do mm -hmm. you see that, you know, we're, we're, everyone's on this path of like, we need to get back to where we were. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think that that's something that they're gonna like ride till death or will they be forced to reach a place of like, okay, this is the new, like there is no old normal, there's just this, and we have to figure out how to make this work. Well, I think, I guess I, I would love to say that we could return to normal mm -hmm. um, as an industry. Uh, I am excited that, or excited, I don't know. I was having to stay in New York City throughout the pandemic was both, was good in a certain way and that you really had a sense of community for the people who had also stayed and didn't have like a house in the Hamptons. But like, um, also just, you know, every night clapping for the first, you know, the emergency workers and gestures and like that were, were really community building, which was nice. Um, and I also feel like politically New York, I don't feel like, I don't sense the same sort of vaccine hesitancy that there is in other places in the country. I think that everyone was kind of ready to get vaccinated. I mean, I'm obviously oversimplifying, but um, yeah, I just, I was, 
And now that they're mandating, I think I just saw yesterday that they're gonna mandate uh, people getting vaccinated for a lot more restaurants, outings and what have you. So I was like, okay, good. If we're all on the same page and we can all be vaccinated, then maybe we can curb this thing before other variants take over, take over um, and become dominant. And that, I don't know, that's, that's a comfort to me that I live in a city that recognizes sort of the urgency of this. But, you know, globally or, or um, even in the rest of the country, I don't think that there's the same sort of urgency. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing that my wife and I were talking about the other day is, you know, I was like, I don't know. Cause I know September is sort of like the month that it's like, okay, like we're, we're going to like, things are back to normal. Like we're going to shut down the, the help and the, the, you know, we're going to try and force everybody to get back out there. And I'm like, but everyone has basically spent the norm, the, the summer, like trying to travel as much as possible because they didn't know when, you know, plane would shut down, travel to wherever would be restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I'm, because of the shows that I made, I've been back and forth to Manhattan a few times over the last like couple months. Um, and tourists are just like, they're here. They're here and they're loving it and they're enjoying the city and the summer. And it's great. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but it, it does mean that there are lots and lots of people coming in and out of the greater New York area every yes. day. Um, so it's bringing whatever with them. Right, right, right. So, you know, you know, I'm very similar in the like, I'm glad I live in a city where there's a little bit more willingness to get the vaccine, even if yeah. it just means that you can get work. Yeah. You know, um, so I think I saw like uh, my wife uh, has a job where she has a, the company she works for has a contract with the city. Mm-hmm. So the city is saying that like anyone who is a municipal worker or has like like a like a municipal contract with the city, they either they think they either have to prove that they're vaccinated. I don't know, like the language is weird, but either you have to get vaccinated or you have to get tested like regularly. Yeah, like all the time, like every week. Yeah, yeah to, to prove that you're okay. And I'm like, see, that's, and while I get why legally it's this weird gray area because, you know, like we're not supposed to force people in that kind of way to do things. Uh, mm-hmm. to make that kind of choice um it is the kind of thing where i'm like but like if you want certain things to run in general like there is a little bit of social contract signing that you're going to do you want to enjoy that really nice meal out well you, you know, get get a couple shots in your arm like mm. you know you want to go to the theme park with your kids you want to yeah you know you want to go wander the streets and not care like there are certain things where it's i think you, the word you use responsible socially responsible is a really good is something that since i've lived in new york i feel is stronger here than in a lot of other cities you know having respect for the cultures and the different kinds of people that live here um is really mandatory <laughs> yeah or I, I would like it to be more mandatory but still <laughs> yes yes no yeah. absolutely yeah yeah oh yeah um and i've been lucky that i've lived in neighborhoods where like i didn't have a choice in some ways um the one i'm in now is is a little well that's not true it's like there's a very large eastern european population that lives in my neighborhood and 
their approach to things is very much endemic to like who they are and what their culture is. Um, but my last neighborhood, it was this weird mix of like various forms of semi-conservative Jews, various forms of semi-conservative Muslims. And then there was a, like a smaller subset of like Chinese and uh, Caribbean population. Like it was a very weird like mix of neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, so I mean, New York, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I have days where like I'd like run to the supermarket on the way back, I would pass the storefront mosque that was having like a call to prayer. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, from full on like people in like full business suits to full hijab like covered like right next to each other like it, yeah. there was no like oh you're not muslim and not, like none of that like when it was time and they came they came and, like they would squeeze in as many people as they could um like pass them and then turn the corner and see like a jewish mother with like her troop of children like full cover mm. um walking down the street, like going on like about their lives. And like, it was just like, I just passed like so much diversity just in walking around my neighborhood to do like normal stuff that there were times where like, it became weird to go to neighborhoods that were more homogenous. Yeah. Like I was like, but what about, what about the, and you don't have any, oh, that's okay. All right, sure. I think that helps our sense of social responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also a time where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was a time where I started to realize like how, how much we lack that if it's not a thing that we're conscious of. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, cause I had a day where like I was running late to work and I'm like booking it to, to get to the bus. And I turned the corner and there was, I wanna say it was like a mother and daughter um, but they were both in like full, like hijab covered, like only could see their eyes. And I was pretty new, like it was like a couple months in to living there. And like, just because of the things that I've seen in my life, my first, like it was so foreign to me to mm. see that in person. Mm. That like my first reaction was like to take a step back. And it was like very quick. It was like, like I turned the corner. It was like, oh, like it was like this weird, like shocked moment. Uh-huh. And it lasted like not even a full second. And then it was like, oh, I got to go to work. And like I kept moving. And the whole way like to work, and it's, I started to play in my head like what happened. And I was like, oh, the only times I've seen that is mostly through watching like TV and movies. Mm-hmm. And it's almost always associated with something negative. Yeah. Right. I don't have a whole lot of positive like connections with seeing someone dress that way. So my first like unabashed instinctual reaction was mm-hmm. based on that. That kind of um, exposure to the right. culture. Yeah. Um, and it, it really dawned on me like, oh, like I don't, like not just I, but like we, don't like once 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 the the greater society has decided that this idea lives on like the negative side of whatever that imaginary line is mm-hmm. it gets reinforced so much that even though i know right consciously in my heart in my soul even though i know 
that that's not a thing. Right. I'm been taught that it is. And yes, I can't, you've I can't. been shaped yeah. to respond in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a weird time to real. It's weird to realize that it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely like a, like a, like a slap in the face for me because I was like, oh. And I started to see like what that would be for like other people for you know what I mean like oh now that that look from the old white lady seeing the the group of dude like the you know like those, maybe those I'm things. her first person right. with red right. yeah right, uh -huh. right. yeah, yeah. See, so it it changed it it really forced me to, like really examine some things differently mm -hmm. um, and reinforce some things that like I had known but I I guess you know we get into that place of like but like because I'm aware that that is a concept it doesn't affect me. Yeah. And that's well, I, yeah, I mean, it definitely affects, I mean, I, when I first moved here uh, for Columbia, it was like um, the best neighborhood to live in is like north of Columbia because you get a decent place space-wise um, and your commute is short because your hours are going to be crazy at school. Right. So, um, so I live in, I live, I think I want to say, I want to say I'm on the cusp of Washington Heights and Hamilton mm. Heights is pretty mm. much where I've lived for the whole time I've been in New York. And I, I realized some of the prejudice that I carried into the neighborhood when I uh, first moved here. And I was like, uh, I would hear a lot of like music on the street and kids being up at all hours. And I'm like, don't these kids have a bedtime? Like that was my first. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I would go out there and I'd see like, these are whole communities. I mean, like there's a group of ladies sitting there watching the kids. Yeah, sure. They're running around having soda, big deal. You know, like they're, they're still minding their children. It just right. doesn't mean that. Yeah. They're just right. out at 10 PM, which was just not how I was grew up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the other thing I was like, I noticed that I had a preconception about was like, what stores I would go into, whether or not they looked like they were like, oh, is this the kind of food I've seen before? Or mm -hmm. is this fried fish head something that maybe I have not been exposed to before? And therefore, would I think that they might have something I'd like to eat in the store? Right. Yeah. 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 So oh, yeah. and I, I now having been in the community for like, you know, what is it? Whatever, five years, four years, whatever. Um, I've I've been in many of those restaurants and establishments and I'm like, we're all people. There's always great service. People, they're happy to see you. Everyone looks different. Everyone has a different, and, and I was really impressed because the deli guys, they speak like four languages yeah. to be able to accommodate all the different people that come in. And I was like, wow, that's so great that they can talk to me and they can talk to the person behind me and the next one and a Dominican person. And yeah, yeah. so. Anyway, I was like, oh, I'm behind. Not this, this place is ahead of me. Yeah, right, right. I got to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 New York is, it's, it's one of the things that I love about living here in those moments where you can, where like I get to see the, the melting pot in action because it's not, it's not always readily apparent, unfortunately. Um, but when I do catch it, it's, I'm like, right, right. This is why I want to stay here because of stuff. <laughs> Because in moments like like this, this is mm -hmm. this is where it's at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am curious because I had a I had like a situation come up. So I started working on these shows, um, 
and the one of the directors I'm I'm working with, she has a very interesting approach, um, and I find myself like there are times where like I'm at awe with some of the stuff that she does, and there are times where I'm like, why would you do that that way? That was like that seems very complicated. Um, So um, she's, she herself is like a theater kid Uh um, and and very proud like of that. Um, And she does this thing where like sometimes she'll go to explain something and she like over explains it. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's fine. Like it, it, that's, there are people are like that. That's, that's all well and good. Um, but like over explains it in a moment when it's like it, it it's like seemingly unnecessary like mm-hmm. I'm with you like we're with you and you said the thing and we were like oh okay and then you kept explaining it's like uh-huh. sure uh-huh. and if that was all the time it would be like fine that's how you communicate that's your thing go for it mm-hmm. but then there are times where she'll she'll be like oh just go over there and then nothing follows. And it's like, I don't- With no explanation. Yeah, with no explanation. It's like, I don't huh. I, I don't, I don't know what that means. And she's like, no, no, so you just go over there. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, I've just explained to you that I don't actually know Except what you need. Um, I don't know if she herself like acted before uh-huh. diving into directing, mm-hmm. um, but I know that her, at least one of her parents is like a theater teacher. Uh, she grew up around it. Yeah, so she's grew up it, around it a lot. Uh, the reason I ask that is because like, I think, and I've been told this by some of my like mentors and stuff that one of my strongest assets as a director is that I used to be a performer. Mm. And so having worked with a bunch of directors and being on the inside of like creating a character and wanting to understand why I'm moving and where I'm moving and what that means in a larger context for the story I'm telling. Um, I really, I really got, I really feel like I figured out what was essential for me to know. Mm. Okay. From a director. And sometimes I'd get it. And sometimes you don't, right. Sometimes you're out there, you're in the ocean. You're like, I'm going to give her 20 different choices today. Let's see if she says anything about any of them. (laughs) And you're just kind of adrift. And for me, I was like, well, I need more than that. I need more back, you know, because then, because, you know, as long as she can tell me which choices she liked, then I can keep those and keep trying new, new things on the other ones. Um, But then there's also, yeah, the over explaining is rough too. And I found, I caught myself, I've, I, in circumstances, I've caught myself doing this. And I think sometimes in my, in my experience, it's been like, I don't, I'm not getting confirmation from their faces that they know what I'm talking about. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so like, I, I wait for the nod or the yes, or the, aha, uh-huh, oh, I get it. And sometimes I'll talk until that happens, which is right. too much. Right, right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I get that. No, I totally get that. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if she has an actual strategy behind doing both things but I, I really do try to give the I as an actor I like to know why I'm doing what I'm doing so I like to give actors that when I work with them uh, you should be behind her because 
it's more intimidating that she can't see you at this point and and then we'll have you cross around so she doesn't kind of know where you're going and you know what up the and and it's more imbalancing for her and that's where the scene is headed and you know i think that kind of explanation or whatever can be very helpful because then oh, you yeah. you're avoiding the sort of like well why <laughs> we love those questions um, yeah i just want to answer the basic why and then get a nod that's yeah. the goal <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean and it's it's it it got me to thinking about like how difficult it must be as a director to take on a project and here is this group of people who never work together and they all work differently which is different from you uh -huh. um, and you have to get them all to to like collaborate on this thing. Um, so what like watching watching her like throughout this process, it's it's been like this thing that's been playing in the back of my mind of like oh how do you get because uh, it, it in this particular show we have one of the actresses where like this is her first show like outside of school. Oh, like she's you? like brand new she's young she's super cute oh um, my god it's great and, to have somebody like that to like make yeah. everybody fall in love with it all over again yeah yes. oh yeah um and then like on the other end there are a few of us who are like <laughs> older and we've been in you know shows and done tours and we've done all this stuff you know so we're like very set in stone in the way we work to some degree and and there's like a range like in totally. the middle <laughs> so it's you know watching watching her sort of try to bring everybody like to the same page yeah. um, especially considering we're doing outdoor theater like we're not in a we're not inside um so there's a lot of other like things that we're constantly battling yeah. uh, it was it, it really got me thinking like oh that's you know you see you see a lot of actors who were like yeah you know i you know, try my hand at directing and, da, 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 and they make it sound very like cavalier and and i'm like that that's why would you want that for yourself i guess if you'd started that way like if I started out being like, I'm going to be a director, that's, I'm, I'm going into it with my eyes wide open at that point. Mm -hmm. But like if I've, you know, I've been performing this whole time and then to be like, let me, let me go ahead and direct. Mm, I don't, yeah, I don't, <laughs> mm, I don't know, dog. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. think, I don't know. I guess like my, in my opinion, directing calls upon me to use so many skills. Hmm. The team building aspect is extremely important because every show in a way is an ensemble piece, arguably, hmm. right? Everybody needs to be supporting the same story, the same idea and, um, and supporting everybody else's energy and commitment to the piece. So team building, so you gotta be like uh, the cheer, you know, cheerleader but also focus and also like here's the goal and here's how good it's going to feel and motivate right mm -hmm. cheerleader motivate then you have to kind of psychologically um, understand if what you're asking from someone is too much for them mm. or not enough or mm. they need more from you mm. as individuals and that's another like that's a whole other game to play. It's like, how much, how much investment from me do you need to be comfortable to do your job? You know, and everybody's different about that. And then it's like, and then you have to be, <laughs> and then you're supposed to like move people around and like play with color and lights. 
and uh, and sort of compositionally, you know, you need all of those skills to kind of create a piece. And um, and I think from from my it's like it's almost like a third eye. That skill is like a third eye, where like you can picture the whole thing happening in front of you and what it's going to look like and why it would work. So that's a whole other skill, which is more like a visualization skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you just have to, and then you have to be a very sensitive reader. You have to be able to take a text, understand sort of the human psychological components that are at work underneath it. And you have to get everybody else who's gonna say those lines to understand those psychological components also. Um, and, and a lot of times they will contribute and they'll be like, well, maybe I say this here because of this. And you have to be open that maybe your psychological breakdown isn't necessarily going to function for this person right. or this idea of this character. Yeah. So yeah, that and that's the great negotiation is that is that work. Um, but I do think that I like it so much because it's the I think it's the hardest thing that I've ever done. Mm. Um, except for maybe, you know, taking care of my mom when she had cancer, which is like a whole other thing, you know, that ball of wax. Um, but like but yeah, hardest thing I've ever done into, as an intellectual and emotional pursuit uh, for art. Mm. And so, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say that I excel in all those skill sets, but I'm aware of them and I, <laughs> <laughs> I do my best to, to try to, you know, to make those adjustments based on who's in the room right. and, and what the story needs. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause you are yeah, serving yeah. the story on a higher level above the, the people. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, is having now on the other end of the, of, of the grad program, you know, where's, well, two things, like how, how much of that were, were things that you guys talked about over the course of the four years and how much of that was like new information? Yeah, well, Columbia is weird because um, a lot of the grad or some grad programs are interested in having um, directing students that are beginners. Hmm. Um, and that way they can they can kind of hone these skills individually and and grow them like from the seedling. OK, yeah. uh, the thing with Columbia was like Anne, and she said this from day one, she's like, I'm not interested in making little Anne ducklings. We want directors who have formed an identity and a sense of their aesthetic already. And my point in you being here is not to, to be more like me when you leave. It's to have developed your craft so that you can execute and be more you when you leave. So I think there should there, you know what, it was cool. Like we would, if somebody was having difficulty with an actor and they were like, oh, you know, I just don't know how to get them to, to really care about this song that I wrote. They just think it's stupid. And I can tell that they think it's stupid or whatever. Mm. Um, and we would strategize in class about mm. ways. And I'm like, well, what kind of person is this? So, you know, and we talk a little bit about what, what has worked for us in the past individually, but we had no class on this. Uh, we were okay. more just sort of like, you know, a social support system when something wasn't working. Right. And we bring it in and be like, I don't know how to get this person on board. You know, either they have, you know, if it's like, 
you're already three weeks into a project and there's a bad attitude problem, you know, it's like, how do you unknot yeah. that? Because yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah, so it was more like strategy. I think there should be classes on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I can appreciate that because I did similar, I had a similar class to that in high school and we definitely learned just as much, if not more, when most of our classes, our teacher would come in. There was only same thing, like six of us. Mm -hmm. um, and she would be like, here's your worksheet for today. And then she would start like doing other work. Ooh. And, and we'd be like, uh, go discuss. And she'd, and she'd like check out. Wow. And we'd, we'd be left to ourselves for like 30, 35, sometimes 40 minutes. And it'd just be that. It'd be, but what, what about this? Did, what did you think about that? Did it, we just would go. Yeah. And then at some point she'd be like, okay, what have we got? And like, then she would like sort of take us like through it uh, and be like, okay, that was a good idea. But like, this is kind of where that doesn't fit. But remember that it may help you. Like she would sort of guide us like at the end of class. But a lot of our classes were just us figuring it out for mm -hmm. ourselves and like just bouncing ideas yeah. around the room. Uh, and it helped some of the harder concepts like stick because we had fought for it a little bit more. It wasn't just like, her coming and being like, this is how you do this. This is the order of operations. Like this is this thing. Um, so I, I definitely can understand the value of that concept of, I'm not interested in making you like carbon copies. I wanna, I wanna ignite in you the spark that's already there and like set yeah. that ablaze. Yeah. And shine um, it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because like, yeah, we would, we would discuss the pieces, the finished product. But like no, nobody ever observed us in rehearsal and gave mm. us notes on how to do that. Right, right. Yeah, that was a very yeah. different. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh -huh. interesting. Um, I mean, I, I, I loved performing for the the classes that I did, especially for the one that, oh, that Anne was in, um, especially because she was very good at shrinking, which is a very hard concept for a teacher um, to like okay like you're gonna do like this presentation and then like she would kind of like disappear and like just observe and like didn't like like found a way to not invade or take up like that space and let whoever was going like do their thing yeah and then like the thing would happen and, da, 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 and then she like would like re-emerge and it was it was like amazing to watch because being who she is it could be very easy to just like from the moment she enters the room to the moment she leaves you were just always constantly aware mm -hmm. of her existence and that can be a very unnerving like thing especially when you're talking about like it's me and my six students yeah and like maybe a couple of their actors but like mm -hmm. like we're just hanging out yeah so, it's like 10 people in a room <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah I, I found like that was one of the things that I like I remember walking away being like like I knew she was there mm -hmm. and then it was like all right we're gonna get ready to start the scene and like I, I couldn't tell you like yeah. where like I knew where she was but like it wasn't something that was constantly on my mind yeah she has a very nice philosophy about being gracious to your audience and creating mm -hmm. an atmosphere in which the work can be most absorbed and part of that, I think, is what you're addressing right now, which is her ability to not kind of like she she has no interest in throwing her weight around for, right. for its own sake. Zero mm. interest in that. 
she wants to be moved by what's happening. And so in that way, she does really surrender kind of like, you know, she wants, to, she's, yeah, I, I guess I would say this, like, she's a great audience member. And that's something that I think you also have to develop being in a school like this, where you watch everybody else's work and you want, you're rooting for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with you. You want, you want them to take you on their journey. So it is sort of a giving oneself over act. And, um, and it's hard to do if you're stressed or if you're going next. I mean, there's right. a lot of times when I'm like watching the one before and I'm like, I think it's because <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I'm about some dumb prop that's like half broken or, you know, yeah, yeah. I, you know some, something's going to go wrong. I just know it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, yeah. Yeah, you really have to train yourself to turn that noise off and be like, I'm here, I'm present, I'm watching my cohort present their work every week, twice a week, and we're all busting our asses and we're all, you know, we got here at 8 a.m. and we're not going to get out of here until 1 and we're going to, we set up and clean up after every single presentation as a group. And that's, I mean, it's just, it, it really is a positive way to kind of um, become a become a good audience member. Yeah, no, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, that was a fun. Yeah, and the exercises are so random. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a fun, fun yeah. experience. And again, one of those things that I look at is like, this is why I wanted to, to do this. Because I'll be the first to admit that not all theater exercises are equal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do oh, fundamentally no. believe that some of them are stupid, useful. Uh, yeah, or certainly. just for fun, or right? just yeah. building. Those so, have, there's a time and place <laughs> for all yes there are time and place for all those things but yeah, yeah. there are some theater games that are like absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and it's weird because uh, we were just my business partner and i we were just down in virginia working on a project and we were working with this young woman on the solo uh, and like her talent is like so apparent Ooh. like four counts in and he had seen her dance before. This is my first time seeing her, but like mm-hmm. she hadn't even finished like the first bar. And I was like, oh, she's dope. Like it's oh, it's wow. like right yeah. away. How you can tell right away. I yeah. know. Just just amazing. But she as like a person, it's she's very like, uh-huh. Okay. Right. Cool. Like she does this thing where she kind of like stills herself when you talk. Mm. Um, and it's it comes from a place of like you you are a person who comes from a place of knowledge. So like, let me, like, let me key in to what you're doing and what you're saying. Uh, but you can also see that like, she carries some of that like with her elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like, she has all of this like personality and like, there's so much more in there. Mm-hmm. And like, we need to get her to give herself permission to let it out. Mm-hmm. So I like we were working, we we're doing some stuff. We're like, all right, go get some water. Da, da, da. And I was like, I'm gonna do something really weird. He's like, what's up? I was like, we're gonna do a theater game. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I was like, yeah, because we need to get like I know it's in there, but we can we can get. And we spent like a half an hour, just and it's like very we do like a basic like you know we're gonna play with emotions. You know, point A is emotion one, point A is emotion two. You're gonna walk from point A to point B, and we're gonna just ride that train together right um 
like even my business partner got into it. He was like, yeah, okay, so let's do it again. Like we were, we like, but it was one of those moments where I was like, right, this is the point of doing these these silly little like exercises that yeah. it gets you like so far outside yourself to the point where you're like, oh, right, there there are ways that I can move that are different, and there are ways that I can feel that are that are different, and I can do those things at the same time. Yes, I can because yeah. I am not a robot. Uh, it was one of those moments where I was like, all right, I guess theater games. Mm -hmm. Are you <laughs> useful? <laughs> I guess they have a place. Well, the, I think one of, one of the best things about working with you, especially like early on in my student work, was just like, you're just game to try anything, you know? And, and I think what was so important for the actors that I worked with, because the material was sometimes new to me or like, you know, from ancient Greece or something, you know, that's not as accessible to what we experience now. It's like, you need people who are just willing to experiment and to do it 20 different ways until it might make more sense to both of you. And you need some somebody who's experienced enough to give you good feedback on what feels right. And so you have both of that. You were like, I'll try whatever you want, but I'm going to tell you if I thought it was okay. <laughs> so you, you have an opinion that's valuable as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I know when you're talking about this young woman, I think one of, that's one of the great joys of, of being a director or, um, you know, working with any young artist is that you can, if you see their little spark, if you see their potential and how, how you can chip away at what's keeping it from being their thing, mm -hmm. or lighting, lighting them up even in their regular lives. And that's something, you know, that, that discussion continues at, um, at Juilliard when we, have a singer who like might be technically perfect, mm -hmm. but doesn't have, or, or isn't singing with an, a sense of individuality of who they are, mm -hmm. what their weird thing is, or what makes them, you know, unique in their own way, but they're, they're so focused on the technical aspects of what they're doing. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, that's something that comes all the way up the ladder at all levels, because yeah. Yeah, you can execute the perfect thing, but if you don't, if you're not bringing what's unique about you to it, it's it's missing sort of the magic ingredient, which is, you know, that no one else can do it the same as you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a very that's a very complicated concept and one that like I forget and remember at, at different times. Mm -hmm. uh, and I I was lucky that I I ended up working with this group where the director's philosophy was like, you're the actor, you know your job as an actor. Mm -hmm. That's not my job. Like you go home and do all the actory stuff. I, I, she, I have no interest in that. Like she just, she's like, I don't, I don't care about that. That's oh, your job, cool. you do it. You come in and show me the work that you have done. And then my job is to say yes or no, yeah. more or less, right yeah. or left. That's my job. Hmm. you all that other stuff that you y'all got it like I don't I don't need to be a part of that I wrote it I'm directing it I'm producing I'm doing like 20 billion other things you guys can take that off my plate happily hmm. um so you know she she wasn't very big on on like doing like a, a large amount of character work like she yeah. did very broad strokes I um, think that's what would 
would would would be the first thing off the table with that approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like you do your homework, your homework, you figure out who this person is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. She, that she, you, you, you got it. Like you, I put you in that part. You, you go. Um, and also because like, you know, at the time that I met her, she was like, yeah, I'm going to start doing this thing. So we would open on Monday. We perform Monday through to the following Sunday and we put on oh, like, this lady. I remember yeah. telling you about this lady. Oh yeah. my God. We put on anywhere. From Sorry like, to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah. Interrupt. yeah. So you know when you're doing seven shows that week, <laughs> right? There's a certain amount of like economy of time that has yes. to happen. Um, so you know we it the especially at at the time when like I joined, she had found this like group of about like eight of us, and we just like clicked. And she was yeah. like, "We're gonna ride this train as much as we can." Um, so like to the point where like she was writing plays with us in mind yeah like you know That's like you said, like designing the part pages every day yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you know she we'd be in rehearsal and we we knew coming into it that we were just going to get up there and play mm -hmm. um and that and she would watch us play and be like you know what you're right that is a thing hold on a second let's and, explore and, that i'll yeah. write it in i'll write it in yeah um, so it was this crazy that. collaborative like the sort of devised collaborative process oh, oh yeah so yeah, cool. yeah. Um, so there was there were a lot of things that, and she would still have these moments where, and it was crazy how she would do it, but like from nowhere, like she'd be talking about something else, like off having like a side conversation, and she'd be like, you know what, actually, and she'd like do this point and be like, I need this to happen because mm -hmm. this thing happens later, and we'd be like, why are we stupid? <laughs> like why we're all along like why are we dumb like how did we not how was that not a thing that like occurred to us yeah. she would have moments like that all the time and we think you know she's off like doing something else or not paying attention or like whatever she had this weird like sixth sense for it uh, but yeah it was it that that's a lot of where i learned the like Like do do the preparation, do all that stuff, but kind of be ready mm -hmm. for anything. Because the the flip side of that is that you know, yes, there were like eight of us that were just kind of always there, but even just doing eight shows, that's you know thirty different people. Mm -hmm. So we were meeting actor after actor after actor. Like just there was just tons of people coming in and out. Mm -hmm. Some people were great. Some people not so much. Mm -hmm. um, so the you know especially in the early like rehearsals there was a lot of like are you going to give anything any what are you going to give anything in this oh, in this anything. scene oh yeah. the other actor oh yeah shit. you know <laughs> you know we'd be doing especially when it was like that world of like we're starting to get off book uh-huh right? so you go and, like, you know scripts are down the other person and you're so like now, oh, right now are yeah. we doing anything here? <laughs> yeah. You know, are you are you gonna are you are gonna give me some time together? Yes. Right. Are you gonna give me some juice? Are you gonna remember your lines? Like is yeah. like what's you know we it, it was never we never really knew what was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. There were people who would come in I and mean. yeah they could lift it off the page like amazingly. Yeah, that's like right. Shakespeare when he would give you just just your lines and you had no idea what the other person was going to say. It's like, are we, we're doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there was, there, there were a lot of moments of, 
you know, I've had I've had people, oh, I got it, I get it, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And, you know, we're like, all right, cool. And with scripts in hand, they are, they're jokes and they're great. And it's, you know, we're, we're playing and we're vibing. And then it's like, all right, guys, we're all booked today. Let's go, let's get those scripts down. And they, all right, cool, they throw it down. And we get up there and we do the scene and you're waiting for that same, like, energy. And it just, like, flat. That's, I think that's one of the hardest, uh, like, when you're when you're doing a role when you're an actor mm -hmm. the transition from off i mean on book to off book un, un destabilizes anybody yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely but it's like how do you handle that destabilization says a lot about the actor and it's a vulnerable time oh yeah yes so oh, yeah. people are uncomfortable because they just don't have it solidly in their head yet so they're having to trust themselves, knowing that they're going to be flawed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, that's a really hard position for people to be in, in a public setting. Yeah. Especially because it's so obvious who deals with it well and poorly within yeah. an ensemble. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, I'll never there was this one show I was in, uh -huh. um, I don't know, whatever, a million years ago, but uh <laughs> But it was it was the day it was the off book day, mm -hmm. and it was the first day that we had designers. And I mm. never worked, I'd never worked for like watching. So it was the first day we had anybody in the house, and I was I remember thinking this is a bad idea. <laughs> okay, I remember thinking I don't like that they did this. The day that you get off book should not be the day that you first have people in the house. I was yeah. like too much, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, um, yeah, and afterward, and I, I did a bad job and I was like, I knew I had it. I knew I had it. And, uh, and um, I think what happened was I got one really bad run out of me. Mm -hmm. And then the next yeah. one, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. And, and, and the director came out, she was like, well, I think this is a first audience problem and maybe you should think about it. And I was like, I will acknowledge that it did shake me to have people there on the day that we don't have a script, the first right. day, yes, right, yeah. that impacted my ability to focus as I normally would have. So I was like, okay, now I know I got to be ready for that too. But it is, it's a tough time. It's a tough time because you're kind of like a little, you feel like a little baby deer. You're like yeah. just figuring it out, you know, on your own, no help. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is a weird, and again, one of those things that it, you don't really talk about yeah in your in your classes is just a thing that you experience and you figure yeah. out kind of and some brains are good at it and some brains aren't so good and that doesn't mean someone's a smart or a better actor it's just yeah, like yeah. one little flash skill that is useful if you have it <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i did i did have one experience where we had done a show i was doing a show um and Again, it was like, I, like I, it was, she had like thrown it in, not last minute, but like later. Mm -hmm. So I'd already been working on like three or four other ones. Ooh, and she was like, tough. yeah, she was like, we're going to do this one. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's kind of a monster show because it's, it's the kind of show where it's very simple. There's a couple scenes in the beginning and the, the most of the middle of the show is the main character talking with each of the other characters. Oh, okay. So heavy load for one person. Yeah, for one person. Yeah. Um, so she was like, I know, but like, you can do it. And I was like, okay. 
Oh, so you um, were the one person. Yeah, I was the one person. So okay, I was like, nice. she was like, you've done this show before. I know not as like the main character. But, like, like, now let's put it all together. Yeah, she was like, I know that you can do this. And I was like, okay, no, okay. it's like, that's fine. I'm okay with that. So when we met with everyone, I, I was very upfront and I was like, look, you, as you can see, this is very, like, it's very word heavy <laughs> for me, right? Uh -huh. And I was like, and she, the director, you know, I was like, she is gonna say that like, I'm gonna learn everyone's line, I'm not. I was like, because this is now show like number five for me and I'm almost certain that there's probably gonna be a number six before we get to opening night. So I was like, do me a solid, <laughs> right? And like, just, if you focus on your stuff, I got you. Like, if you can just give me, give me something, I will get us from point A to point B, right? I know the show well enough that I know like where the various beats are. Wow. And I can, I can help if you're having trouble, like keep things like moving, but like, you gotta like, just give me something like just, and they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Do you want her to give you something like streamline the text? No, like I was talking to the other actors and I was like, just- Oh, you know, the other actors. Oh, I yeah, thought you were yeah. talking to the director and I'm like, no, no, no. how can she help now? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was talking to the other actors and I was, I was like, you know, just, just give me like- Yeah, just support something. me yeah. in, like, I'm gonna flail maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just be you know, with me, yeah. Just, 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 just rock. Because the, roll with me if I get this line wrong. Yes, yeah, okay. Like just, we, we're gonna help each other. I was like, yeah. but I like, she's gonna make it seem like I'm just gonna know the whole thing top to bottom. And like, I'm just letting you know up front that is not gonna be the case. No. Like, there are a lot of things that I that's have good. to say. You got, that's good that you warn them, you know? Yeah, like I, I told them up front. Um, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of them was like, oh, um, I have a prior engagement for one of the show days, but I can do the other one and I really wanna do it. So, um, the woman who ran the company, she was like, don't worry about it. I'll have someone else do it the first night while you're busy. And then you come and do it the second night. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, whatever. I, again, I was like, I have, I'm doing like all these other of, things. It sounds like a lot of flexibility, but good yeah, for yeah. her. <laughs> I was like, that's, it's your, it's your show. Okay. Um, okay. I just yeah. work here. Um, so the first actress who had the, the conflict she was one of those where it was like with paper in hand she was very confident but for whatever reason when she put the paper down like she had a very hard time getting out of that place uh -huh. of like wait what was it what, 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 what was the and it was just like just say just keep going so, right yeah just say something right oh, we're, we're practicing you know and i try to get her into that place of like I don't need it to be word perfect right now. Yeah, just like, paraphrase. Just, yeah, just get it out and we'll we'll work on the perfection mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. But like, even if I can give you a word to help you give me the, like whatever, like no. just give me, right, something. So uh, we go through like a couple of rehearsals like that. And then the producer, she's like, okay, so I'm gonna have the other girl come in so that she knows like what the blocking is. Cause she was in like a couple other shows. So like her schedule is a little crazy. So the other actress comes in and she's like hitting home runs. Like she's giving energy and she's living, she's playing, like she's doing all this stuff. So now I'm looking at the first actress and I'm looking at her and I'm like, this is not, like this is your moment to like step up. 
like step up, swing hard. Like you, you gotta, this is, this is the time. Oh my God. I I have goosebumps. (laughs) Like to do the same because now, now, we as the other cast are watching this new person come. Oh in my God, that's so and awkward. Do a really good job. Yeah. The director, producer, writer is watching this other actress come in. And you bring them and in to look at each other. That's tough, right. dude. A good job, right? And I'm looking at him like, just, just step up. We've all, like, I have been there. A number of us have been there. It happens. You just got to, like, step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. So she figures it out, right? She, she, she's like, I'm, she, for whatever reason in rehearsal, she's like, I'm not going to fall. We, we figure out this thing. We get to opening night. The second actress comes in, lights up. The show's amazing. The energy is like through the roof. I mean, people are cracking jokes. We're ad-libbing. We're having a grand old time. Yeah, okay. Lights down. Ooh. Next day, we all come back. We're feeling good, right? She comes in. How, how did it go yesterday? Oh, it was great. You know, she did fine. Um, how? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. Do you want to like go over anything? No, no, no. I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be all right. All right. All right now. And like in the back of my head, I was like, this is not. <sighs> nope. I was like, no, I'm not gonna think that way. She's gonna surprise well, because all of us. Doesn't help anybody really. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, she's gonna surprise all of us. Like she's gonna show up. So same thing. We do the the pre-show. Blah blah blah. Butts in the seats. Lights down. Lights up, she goes out there and like she gets like a, the first couple lines out and then like stumbles and then it starts to become like a vicious cycle. Oh no. Right? So now it's like, okay, like get let's get to a point where like somebody else comes on stage and maybe we can like, mm-hmm. right? So somebody else comes out and they're, right, okay, it starts to pick back up and then like she stumbles again and the cycle starts. Oh God. Right? Like all over again. Uh, and it was one of those things where like when I finally got like that moment to like come on stage I was like I was like okay I just have to like focus as much as possible and just try and get them because it was one of those things where because they were so afraid that she was gonna mess up and like not do what she was supposed to do when she was supposed to do it it made everyone else like very hesitant yeah so they were like it was like I know that you guys know what you're doing. But, but we're worried. I'm watching right. and I'm worried about this. Right. You're so worried about this that it's throwing yeah. you off your your game. Yeah. Um, I so had it is, a, oh yeah. And was yeah. she okay at the end? How'd she do it? Was she, how what, did she say she, anything? I mean, she she got some stuff out. Um it, did she it like was, acknowledge what had happened at all? Um she it wasn't like a fall on like hey guys like i'm sorry i messed up uh, uh, but there was a like a certain amount of like like uh like i could have done better uh, uh-huh. kind of feeling and it uh-huh. was like no don't worry about it like you know yeah. rehearsals were weird and yeah you know, we definitely could have met outside more okay yeah. um uh, oh yeah oh sorry it, yeah. i mean it was almost it, it was hard because you could tell that some of us were more visibly upset. We were all upset, but uh, it was one. It was that feeling of like this other person came in, and you watched her do it so well, and then you went off. We did the show. You came back, and then 
we said how well it went. And then when it was your turn to to step up to the plate, like you you repeatedly like choked. I think, you know, I think I don't okay. I think there's this quality called grit. Mm. Which has been sort of like quantified and stuff, but it's it's that that you're talking about. The sort of like, okay, pedal to the floor now. What do you have? What do you? How fast can you go? Mm-hmm. Can you do? Can you accomplish this? Um. So, and it's you know, I don't know if I think grit is something that people can have sort of like built into them, but I also think that it's not like always there for you when you need it, mm-hmm. even if you are, if you do have it. Yeah. So there may be a day where you don't. Yeah. So I I forgive the gritless performance occasionally. Uh-huh. <laughs> as long as I know they have it in them. Right. 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 Then right. I understand that maybe today is not the day. Right. right? Today yeah, yeah. Not everybody's day. But like what you're saying about watching somebody who's struggling is like I had two things. Like one, uh, this was an early director problem that I had, which was that I liked elaborate transitions, which mm-hmm. were way too complicated. And the actors had to move all this crap around. And I was like, oh, it's great because the couch becomes a this, becomes a car, becomes a that. So I liked the sort of morphing of it before my very eyes, but it did not help the actors. And it certainly took up way too much time. So this was like, this was a pattern that was bad back in the day. And it also meant that I had to like purchase all this furniture. And so I didn't, re- I couldn't buy furniture. So I had my dad take me to Home Depot and we were, we built like chairs out of plywood. Mm. I don't have a chair design. I'm literally putting a back and a box together to make right. something that someone can sit on that's safe. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, sounds simple enough. But the thing is when you try to move something like that, that's not actually built to be sturdy, Right. All sorts of weird things can happen. And so during these transitions, it was like somebody would push it in the wrong place and the whole thing would like lean weird. As a <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, and so basically what my dad, he had a great metaphor. He was like, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad to do this project with you and to build furniture and all that. Cause I want to support you. He's like, but watching the transitions is like watching after one of, after <laughs> after a ice skater falls on their mm. first jump, mm. it's the feeling you have for the rest of their performance, mm. which is like, oh, I hope it's going to be okay. <laughs> but you lose some of that. I'm just watching and able to enjoy it because right. you're sort of prepping for disaster internally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was... I've learned my lesson about transitions and like too much crap. <laughs> I hope it still happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, even the one show that we did where we had a lot of those, like, like you have to now become the this like other thing. Yes. Um, like uh-huh. it made sense of like, okay, we now need the space to become this other space. And yeah. we don't have, you know, 50 stagehands to run on and like do it like it's just us. So, okay, you're, you guys are in the scene. You guys are not. You're not in the next scene. So you have time. Like who is here who to move this over here? Yes. But uh-huh. who's free to 
Who's got hands? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Transitions are, are a weird one. It's its so, own whole thing to learn, you know? It's its absolutely. Own, whole own thing to learn. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of like ruminating on like just the process of putting on a show because doing outside theater is is a beast of a very very different color yeah. and there's so many other things that like you have to keep track of like i can't block out everything Did you have, like, bug or airplane issues yeah so um <laughs> <laughs> there was one time we were rehearsing in central park and I don't know what happened, but this siren, I want to say, lasted for, like, easily 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And, and it was one of those things where it was, like, that. right, like, it's coming, yeah. it's coming, it's coming, it's still coming. Why now is it not here yet? Like, it just, it took forever. He's going to die right here. He's <laughs> like, I don't understand. And then, like, in the last, like, five minutes, it finally came, got close, and then drove away. But it oh. was like, this has been a thing. Um, so there was that. That was one. Um, last last week we had a show and the park is right next to uh, Long Island Railroad train line. Oh. So every like 20 to 30 minutes, like clockwork, a train would go by. And it's the whole, is that the ding, 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 that thing? Uh, we didn't have that, thank God, because I think okay. we would have <laughs> survived. Um, but the park that we were in was just like flat. It was just flat open air. Um, so there was nothing for the sound to be deflected by. Yeah, and and like there's nothing to keep our sound oh, like in. So it was it was this constant struggle of like, okay, when it comes, like we'll pause. So like being aware enough to be like, there's a train. So Are you need talking to in in motion? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So like a freeze. You're like yeah kind of like there's uh and like, okay very nice right. and like we, we lived in the world of like if, if you could works. get away with acknowledging it like by all means uh-huh you know, like, oh, if you can train. play off of it how right. fun right fun. um but it was it was this moment of like in the moment being like the train's coming is this even a moment where i can pause Ooh. realistically and still tell this particular part of the story that I'm telling. Um, and then like the train would go by and it's it was like a, it was a private park, which is a thing I didn't know existed, but um, so like it where we were in like the back of like the baseball field that was there and the audiences around us. And then like behind them, there's like kids playing soccer and there's like a birthday party that was going on in like the picnic section. Kids are over here. Yeah, there's just yeah. all this like life. Oh, going yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like at one point, one of the kids like walked onto the stage, like super confused, <laughs> apparently. And they're just like, what's what's going on here? And somebody had to be like, could you, could you just come this way real quick? Thanks. Um, so we had like that, that was a thing. Uh, <laughs> the, the the much ado show Saturday they they decided that that was a day that they were going to use the large piece of construction equipment that had been parked there so in the middle of the show was just beep 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 beep, beep. and we were like oh my god you've got to be kidding me 
And then Sunday, there's like a dog park, like right where, like in the area where we were. In all the days that we've been there, all the rehearsals, all the shows, muddy, dry, hot, somewhat rainy, it was like maybe a dog would bark like here or there. But like, it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Right. They barked the whole like first two thirds of the um, show, yeah. just back and forth the whole, and we were like, they're gonna bark through the whole show, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah, so. Well, that takes a lot of attention and flexibility and like, oh, you gotta, that takes some grit to get through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we you gotta have like your backup skills ready. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a, like, like very much needing to be ready for literally anything yeah. to happen. And you can't let the, your frustration, I mean, like getting frustrated is not going to help anybody. Oh, no. no right? No. So you've right. got to, like, yeah. you can be frustrated and then you got to let that go right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, and, and much ado. Of, like, emotional energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially when it's like, we're doing Shakespeare and we're doing Shakespeare like wordplay. Mm. Like, so it's like, it's not just that we're using this heightened language, but like we're then making like jokes throughout most of the show. Mm. And like, it's based on what other people are saying. So it's like, there needs to be a certain amount of like, like, oh, you want to say this? Well, I'm going to say this. Like, how do you, like, there's a lot of that in the show. Uh, so it was, it was very interesting to be like, we need to communicate this to the audience mm -hmm. on top of the, the, the construction equipment and the dogs and the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was, I mean, it was a great experience. Like, I, you know, I love performing in front of people again. Um, but it was very, it was very much like a, like a, oh, oh, you're, you're just going to make all the noise. Oh, cool. wow. So every hurdle that could have been there. Yeah. 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 Every, and that we it's could not have thought of. I mean, it's a good skill. Uh, what is it called? Obstacle course for yeah. your skills. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. It is definitely so. There's a lot of mental gymnastics yes. going on. <laughs> uh, but I mean, they, they, I mean, shows them well, like, it's, you know, everything, everything thus far has gone very well. Uh, I have a question, Akai. Yeah, go for it. Um, since we're talking about like performing, um, yeah. I had a question because I feel like in, in my experience working with you, I felt like the deepest I was able, I was able to get in terms of like, the sort of core emotional moment resonating inside of you, uh, like, I don't want to say unsafely, but mm. where you weren't sure what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. I think that happened in Lear the most when you, like maybe in the scene where you're, when you were Gloucester and you're on the, on the cliff. Okay. Yeah. I, but I'm curious because you have such, you do as, as a person. And I think as a performer, you have enormous control. Um, I think that also comes from your dancing probably too. I'm sure that impacts your, you know, physical sense of presence and like fortitude. Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt like, I don't know if I'm safe doing this performance, but that is an exciting place to live 
in any show where you felt like, okay, I don't, you know what I mean? Do you understand the questions? Yeah. 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 Um, And maybe I don't even know if that's supposed to be anybody's goal, but I'm curious, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting question because I think live theater especially is designed to be as safe as possible so that we can then like safe is the place that we jump off from right to then explore unsafe uh and i think i've always i think i've always tried to be like dependable yes as 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 a performer um so because i felt i've always found that like if i can get especially if it's like just me and another person if i can get the other person to be like here is someone who is dependable yes and rock solid trust my partner yeah right you can trust me so now that then now you have permission to then let go Mm-hmm. And 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 go into unsafe waters. So now so that you, you, like you do it more for others, um, yeah, but also so that like like if you trust me enough to play that way, then I can then give my permission, self permission to uh-huh. play that way. I found it very hard when I've gone into situations where like I start doing some of that stuff like early on, before that kind of relationship uh-huh. exists. It sometimes comes across. It's not, it's not always clear yeah. that it's like, I'm doing it because I'm I'm solid. It sometimes comes across yeah. as being like- Like it doesn't make me an erratic person right? for, right. for making exciting choices. Yes, uh-huh, no. right. Um, so that's part of the reason why I've, I've, I've tried to be that more in the early stages. Yeah. Um, because I found, especially once we're like on stage in front of the audience, that's like it, it can give rise to some really cool stuff uh-huh. um, if if that relationship is solid enough that it's like no like I do trust you like yeah. actually so I can explore this this like, really random other crazy idea yeah yeah this really random threat also um, maybe the audience kind of gives you like when you know when you're in the live performance that's when you maybe have these kind of cracks happen yeah 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 i think i'm better like if someone can point it out to me um then it's something that like i can i can like hone in on as like a like i know that by a certain point i need to like let some of that stuff go right i need to like sort of be like okay you guys know that i'm dependable you know that like i'm not gonna like fly off the rails yes so thing yeah right once i hit this point i'm gonna stop taking care of you guys yeah. And, and yeah. I need to like jump into like, okay, I need to start knocking down some bricks on yeah. my own so that I can get to this point. And then once I've gone through that, I can come back and I can start taking care of you again. Um, so that's something that I've been discovering more uh, recently, mm-hmm. mostly because I, for, for much ado, I'm playing Leonardo. Um, and like the moment after we sort of shun Hero for being slut shamed, uh, he kind of like he loses it. Uh-huh. Like he he goes kind of like off the rails, and his first reaction is kind of like, "Oh my God, you've been sleeping around. You should just die because that's the only way 
to like recover from this situation is you death. should just you should just give up on first off death yeah on everything <laughs> okay um so he kind of he he does like have an extreme yeah. response yeah he does have a very like extreme um and we, we we had done a run and my director he was like you can let go a little bit more like you Ooh, don't have to let go. that's an interesting joke okay. yeah he's like you don't have to like control it like huh? as much you can let like these couple moments that you have like be that that really upset older man who's like trying to like trying and failing, and failing. to to yeah. understand what's going on uh, and i was like yes that makes sense i can i can get there uh, yeah 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 so i've i've found that like i've because I do, I do, I, I do fall into that place of like every show is an ensemble piece, regardless of who plays what part to what degree to what like volume. Um, you know, unless you're doing a one man show, everyone has their part of the story to tell. Um, and I'm very much like when I'm on stage, I'm a super team player. I know it's great, but it's also like, is it as fulfilling as it could be for you? Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, especially when I can feel us getting lost in what we're doing. Yeah. You know, like we're doing the things, we're hitting the points, like we're doing all of the sort of mechanics. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't feel like, and now my blocking says I do this, and now I pick up the cup, and now I look over here. Right. right it's it starts to feel like oh we're gonna have this argument right now okay uh -huh. so i'm gonna hold this cup because if i don't hold this cup i'm gonna slap you right right yeah. you start to right. you start to find like those kinds of things and uh, that that for me is always the, the the best for me is when i can be like i don't remember what yeah. we did like i know that i spoke yeah like i know that i spoke and i was on stage and like i vaguely remember some pictures from things that i looked at but i don't actually remember like what I did or like if I missed a line, yeah. like I was just in it, like we were just in it. How cool. Together and we were so gone. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did a show once, <laughs> I did a show once where the whole like first third is just me and this other actress. And it's basically one big argument, right? And it goes like up and down and it goes like all over the place, but like we're, it's basically just like a fight. Yeah. And we, we, we build up, we build up. And at the end of the fight, she's supposed to slap. And the fur opening night we did it and it went fine it was great like there was a the she slaps slap. me yeah uh face slap yeah um so she slaps me there's like a there's like a you know a, um and like we had practiced it so that like um instead of her like she would like she like hit me um but like i got very good at like timing the slap so like, yeah. like I could see it coming and I could like deflect it. Like it was fine. Like we worked it out. Uh, so first night comes, we do the thing. She hits me, <sighs> we go on with the show, right? And the after she slapped me, she's supposed to storm out and I have to stop her ah. and bring her back and we finish the argument and then we like go. And this, I wanna say like the second night we get up there and for whatever reason, we started like arguing for real. Like, I don't know what 
what we had like drank that day or something but like the argument just got like very like in like we were just it, no you don't I, I did like you got I mean we were really oh, like digging uh-huh. into each other digging yeah okay so by the time we get up to the moment of the slap it's really like we're like oh my like I could like kill you and uh-huh. she like in the in the moment just hauled off and like it the crack was so audible Oh, and it, she hauled off and hit me, and the whole theater went silent. <gasps> like the pause was like tangible. Wow. Like I mean, it was, and, and it was one of those things where like I knew, like as we were building up to it, I was like, oh, we're cooking tonight. Like we're yeah. really like we're I making was some good. Feel that moment. She slaps me. Everyone freezes. Yeah. Right. She freezes. I freeze. The audience like there was like a like a gasp and then like a stop. Like it was like, a, like no they didn't know. Yeah, no one wanted to like break like the tension. Uh, we pause. She hits me, and the first thought that goes through my head is, "Oh shit, she hit me!" Like, like just total like I, whatever character I was playing, just gone. Just like she just hit me. In the yeah, face. I was like, she just hit me. In the face. Yeah, yeah, like totally like just she just hit me in the face. This bitch just hit me in the face. <laughs> and like we were so like lost in it, and then she was like. I gotta go. And she runs to like go off stage. And I'm like, oh shit, she's leaving. I have to stop her. She oh. was like backstage. Like her ankle was all that was left before I finally oh, got no. like a hand on her. Run. And like dragged her back on stage to finish the thing. But it was one of those, like it's one of those moments where and everyone's like, oh, that must have sucked. I was like, what? That was amazing. Like, no. I wish we could have done that. Like every because it was so. We were so lost in it. We were yeah. so lost in the story yeah. that we were telling. Yes, I wish you these moments. Yeah, I wish yeah, yeah. many of these moments as a performer. Yeah. I've, and I've had I've had a few of them over the yeah. years. Yeah, it was just so pull that line, and and you are someone who has the safety and control to be okay in that. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. No, and it's I've, I've tried really, as a performer. You know, because I think that that's you know. I've tried really hard to be someone who understands that like, this is my part of the story yes. and how important mm-hmm. that concept is, right? And I can I can lament not being able to do other parts as, as it, you know, it happens, but I do cherish my part yes. of whatever story I'm telling, but not as like a monolith, like it's not in a, in a vacuum. Yeah. And I understand that, like, part of telling my story is weaving it with these other characters' stories as well. That's that's just as important as me focusing on telling my part of the story. Because if if it's just me, then there's it either needs to be a one person show, and I'm doing the thing, mm-hmm. um, or like I I shouldn't do it because it should, there's no reason why what I'm doing should be more important than what everyone else is doing and the beauty i think especially going to see like a live performance is you know yes there are some performers who like i could watch forever there could be a million people on stage it could be just them they're just that like captivated that you just get like sucked in but i think the beauty of live theater is that you can see the tangible moments between the various characters that are telling the story Mm -hmm. Um, I remember going to see Tenzo Washington do Julius Caesar. Um, 
Ooh. And he was amazing. Like, oh. just, I mean, like, like I was like taking notes, like he was amazing. Well, he wasn't, who was he? Was he Brutus? He was Brutus. He was Brutus, okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the rest of the cast was like, like they've truly stepped up to the plate. Oh, nice. So it wasn't like he just carried the whole show and it, uh-huh. everyone else was just sort of like there to like say these other words so that we can just get back to him talking. Like they they all played their parts to the hilt. Nice. So even when he wasn't on stage, I was still engaged like, oh, oh my God, that's wow. That, wow, you are. That is impressive. Like, and that that to me is where... Like that's the beauty of live theater that I can, you can go see a show where clearly everyone has gone to see this particular person for the most part, but the relationships that they've all made for each other up on that stage are still captivating enough to keep it going. Even when that one person steps off stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, some of that gets lost. I'm more impressed by like someone who does a walk on for three minutes and mm. has such a clear three dimensional person that they've created that I can think about what that person had for lunch or who they're going to go home to, to that night. And I only get them for the three minutes that they have someone fill out a form on mm. stage. And I have no doubt that their, uh, their reality is as multidimensional as a main. Mm. Yeah. I'm always thrilled to see those kinds of performances, you know, always. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, yeah. Thing. It makes or breaks the whole show. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's one of those things I always try to like just be constantly aware of that like like yes my I know that my job and my focus is like this particular thing, but I can't I can't get to that place where I start to exclude all of the other stuff. I kind of always have to be aware that there is this other world that is going on while I'm doing like my thing. And I need to respect that. Um, that's always been sort of my my approach um, to doing theater of like like it's it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta we gotta if we're not all on the same page, like we're not gonna win the game. So if our goal is to win the game, like we gotta do it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's always been sort of my big one of my really big. Uh, sort of driving motivations, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I do want to want to talk to you about, and you and I have talked about this before, uh, okay. is uh, you do such an elegant job of making people three dimensional, right? What you were talking about before, mm-hmm. specifically women, in a way that makes them both effective and real, right? Oh, so yeah. that they're not, they're not like archetypical. Um, and that's something I've always appreciated about watching you work is that like, like for me as an actor, I, I, for me, it felt like, oh, like I can touch that, that female presenting character, like that in real life. Person. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And that's not a thing that we always, unfortunately and lamentably, um, it's not it's not a thing that we always sort of get to see. 
yeah. um, from, from female characters, mm -hmm. more in, in like recorded media, but even sometimes in live, mm -hmm. in live entertainment. Um, is is that something that you you see being more of a thing as you look at you know oh god i freaking hope so <laughs> I say, um i you know i was raised by a, a, a single mom mm. uh my dad moved away when we were pretty young and i had an older sister so there's that's three chicks in a house okay so there were no illusions of sort of like a presentational sense of a woman mm. in our house. Mm. Everybody had their hair down. Everybody had their days when they ended up screaming at somebody. Um, everybody looked like crap or didn't, you know, just didn't have it in them that day. Mm. I was actually thinking about that recently because this, uh, have you seen Mayor of Easttown yet? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So this is Kate Winslet and she's up for an award, which I think she deserves. Mm. Um, I haven't seen all the other stuff, so I, I can't compare it to the other performances, but I was like, this chick is a real chick. I buy this woman um, in that job, in that town, and she just has no, uh, there's like no nonsense. Mm. I feel like a lot of the ways that women are presented has a lot of, has a lot of friggin' nonsense. And um, Ken is flattening to the experience of what it is to be a woman. And it's interesting because, you know, people will reflect on my versions of work as, as, you know, that I'm a feminist and what have you. I, sometimes I'm not even thinking about that, okay? Like, I'll just read a scene. Like, I was just working on this adaptation of Richard III. And it was a scene that was written... Um, it's a, it was an adaptation of the scene between Richard and Lady Anne when, when he seduces her over the corpse of her, I think it's her father-in-law. Anyway, um, not it's a very, you know, big 180 in this scene, okay? And so we were, I was working on this adaptation. It was in Spanish and uh, she didn't have any lines in the Spanish adaptation. And I thought mm -hmm. the most interesting thing about that scene is that even though he's chipping away at her and he ends up getting what he wants and she agrees to marry him, this man that possibly had something to do with killing her husband and father, uh, they have a parody of mind. They go back and forth in their lines, like almost exactly at the same meter mm -hmm. and with the same amount of words. And it's like, oh yeah, well, if something, something, then that would give me life. And there's like, well, death is what I'm after. So, you know, they just, it's back and forth, this sort of snappy dialogue. And I just couldn't believe that someone thought that that scene could exist without Lady Anne having lines. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, you know, cause I'm getting paid to adapt it. So I, I adapted, I, and I was like, I have one idea and it's that she needs to talk. <laughs> and like, everyone's like, wow, how feminist. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> is it that she would just have an opinion about this? I mean, I just, so that's, that's what I mean by like, it's, you know, we don't know what our glasses are that are in our eyeballs, mm. right? My mm -hmm. lens is extremely feminist. I grew up around chicks. I, oh, I also went to an all girl school, K through five, no, K mm. through eight. Mm. And um, I noticed even as a freshman in high school, I never cared 
about asking a question in class. I was, I assumed that if I had a question, I'm not the only one mm. who doesn't get it. Mm. <laughs> right. yeah, that's fair. I was never like, oh, I'm an idiot. I never played dumb. I never wanted anyone else to do my homework. I never, uh, I, luckily it was a school that cared about being smart equals cool as opposed to some other schools where it's like, that's not a valued thing. Right. So I'll give the school some credit there, but I will say the different, oh, I didn't care what I wore. I still don't, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's had a great effect on my career. People are like, are you 40? I'm like, yeah, I should dress better. Sorry. <laughs> but that's, you know, those kinds of things have just never been as interesting to me as like what's going on in my head, mm-hmm. you know, or, the inner life of anybody, any single person that I would meet, their inner life is 10 times more fascinating than what pants they're wearing. Mm. So I'm just, yeah. So um, there have been a lot of times like in Colombia when we're reading classics and I think a scene is about a woman seducing a man and it's not. And I'm like, well, could it, could, could we read the scene that way? Right. Um, and, and it's sort of like, well, you know, the dynamic of the time would mean that she would have to have his kids. And so therefore it's assumed that she's going to have sex with him. And I'm like, but that eliminates the idea that even if I know I'm going to have to have somebody's kid, could I initiate sex? Could mm-hmm. I want that? Could it, mm-hmm. could it be something that the woman actually gives a shit about and wants to experience and could have pleasure from? And that way we don't have to friggin' traumatize people if they come see the play and, you know, and someone is, you know, sexually assaulted. Hmm. Can we avoid that by making it her choice? Right. So anyway, so yeah, I would say, yes, a- apparently I'm a hardcore feminist director. Do I, <laughs> do I feel that way? No. Has it ever occurred to me that that's, that, you know, I'm just, it, that's sort it's uh, what innate. It's an innate, it's the way I read things and the way I see women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that is necessary, um, and I've. It's one of the things that I've realized, like again, like how badly we've been conditioned to accept certain ideas as just like an innate truth when it's it's actually just a, a preconceived construct. Yeah. Um, and there's no. Like whatever, whatever the basis was, isn't even a part of our current, yes. like social model. But yet we not we applicable. Persist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I think uh, we were, t- I was having a conversation the other day, and I I went to say like, you know, like yeah, you know, like don't get your panties in a bunch. And like as I was about to say it, I was like, that's a really weird turn of phrase, mm-hmm. because there's not like. Like I know what it is that like we we mean when we say that phrase, but mm-hmm. the actual words in order, and then their meaning in order doesn't actually mean that thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's very much an idiom or a colloquialism. And I would argue that that feeling of one's undergarments being wedged where you don't want them is universal. Yeah, it's totally. A universal experience. Totally. Yeah, it's so it's yes, completely the meaning I get where it's right. like. Get this out of my ass. Right. Um, but it's, you know, it, it was like, I, I, I like stopped myself and I was like, is there any particular reason 
why it's specifically oh yeah him. oh for sure and I and like I was like no not really well it's uh, it's sexist because it's like oh a woman over worries about something illogically right that's right. the assumption that yeah is that it's like there's a seed of hysteria in that oh which was absolutely. like the diagnosis for millions of years when a woman had like an opinion right. Uh. <laughs> I got. Those... I would not have survived. I'm not surviving now. <laughs> no, it, it's and it's a it's a thing that I realize, especially as I'm like. Most of the kids that we work with are, like, fourteen to eighteen, mm -hmm. and it's like, it's not just like I'm starting to realize it's not enough for me to be like to validate their person, whatever mm -hmm. that means. That be. means a lot, though. It, yeah. Yes, and it does. It does yeah. carry like a lot of weight, um, but it's also like there's so there are all of these like little things that we don't realize we're inferring when we when we say stuff like that. Like a lot of those those idioms, a lot of those colloquialisms, a lot of those mm -hmm. turns of phrase, they imply things that like I actually don't feel. Like I don't actually think yeah. that about like gender politics. Yeah, but it's something that. I heard growing up and I had, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's that cycle. Place. And so for you, it's like devoid of its original. Right. Yes. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to but hear. Perpetuates it. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you know, so in hearing more of those, you know, those turns of phrase, like I find myself trying to like undo that as yeah. best I can or like to, to address it in some yes. way. You know, have a little flag the, there yeah yeah because yeah. it is you know i do come from that that place and this idea is kind of where the, this project like was birthed from but you know when i look at garrett's daughter who's now six and i look at my brother-in-law who now has a two-year-old she's mm -hmm. um, but you know i i want them to inherit a better world i would love for them to inherit a better world. Oh, Granted, it's considering still, it's still pretty raw right now. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I, I recognize that it'll be like marginal. That that mm -hmm. difference by the time that they get to a place where they feel like they can then affect a certain amount of change on the world yeah. around them. But even that, for me, like that's something. You know what I mean? Like I, I do want the world to shift, while I yeah. can do something about it. Uh, and even if it's something as little as like, you know, those are those those little sayings that we look at as being stupid, aren't. Mm -hmm. You know that 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 does have an affect, and yeah. that's something that that's we some can residue be, that stays in someone's psyche for sure. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like that—that's a conscious, you know, thing that we that we deal with. The same way that like I think at one point, my mom looked up and she was like no more Barbies. And I was like, huh? Mm. And she was like, yeah, no more Barbies. And I was like, what? why? Like, it's, it's just a toy. Like, it's, it's stupid. Like, most Barbies end up, like, headless, missing a foot, and, like, you know, wearing the wrong clothes in the bottom of some kid's, like, thing. Right? She's like, yeah. It's like, but they all look the same. Mm -hmm. And they're and, completely unattainable physical standards. Yeah, 
like their their proportions aren't and they realistic. aren't they're, they're meant to be manipulated and you know for you to take their clothes off and put them in something else or to yeah it's it's yep. pretty it's pretty raw i mean i just growing up i did a lot of messed up things with my dolls where i was like thank god it can't feel this right. yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah absolutely no absolutely it's like, but yeah it's that it's that realization for toys a little bit or maybe we flirt with what abuse is with toys i don't yeah. know maybe i'm no, getting no. absolutely no yeah. absolutely i mean i see it i see it to a degree at the place where i do martial arts where i see them there's like a line that they all eventually cross where they, it's like oh it's okay for me to do these things Mm. Right, a lot of when they, a lot of them when they first join, you like, mean like they hit somebody in the face or something? Yeah, like just to like to to hit at another person in general. Yeah, uh huh. Right? Like it's when we're like standing in our own like, like sort of aggressive and to act on that aggression. Right, yes. right. You know, mm -hmm. they all come in and like a lot of the early classes, it's very like you are in your own box doing things, and uh -huh. that's perfectly fine. Like they're so solo, you know, like, solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punching <laughs> and kicking and screaming at the air—that's that's always gonna be like happy fun time. Yeah. Um, but then at some point, like, like while we're doing classes, we're like, we give you like a hitting target, and yeah, you hold this it. Is another person. Yeah. Right. So now I have another person across from me, and we're like, they're gonna hold this target. You hit the target. Don't hit them. Mm -hmm. Hit the target. And they're like, okay, I can. I can I can conceive of that, but a lot of them instinctually hold back. Uh-huh. Right. So they they do the motion at the target, but either out of fear of hurting themselves or the other person, they don't like go all out. So you mm -hmm. see a lot of like like the equivalent of like a light, like just a pet pet. Okay, Baby hit the touch. target. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Um so a lot of those early classes, it's like, no, it's okay. You can like it's it doesn't, they're not hurt, right? Hit the target. Like yeah. go, like wail on it. It's totally fine. You will be fine. They will be fine, right? And then eventually, like somebody accidentally like hits the other person, they are fine. They are not dying. You are not dying. We don't need to call an ambulance. It's, right. It's all. It's all good. Yeah, and then, it's different in here. Yeah. 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 And then we advance that. Okay, now we're gonna spar. So like we put the, we put gear on. They wear a helmet, and a chest cover, and they have all protective gear. And we okay, let's go. And the first thing you do, all right, let's go kick each other. And inevitably the same process starts all over again. Like pat, 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 pat. And a lot of those early conversations are like, it doesn't hurt. Like you, it's okay. Like you it, you can put some, some energy into what you are doing. They are going to be all right. You are going to be all right, right? Part of this is not just learning how to hit, like you now you have to learn how to get hit. I think it's also like we are taught to fear our own rage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, like, I remember as a kid, I mean, I'm, how old are the kids you, you're doing this? Our youngest right now is like, I think we have like one three-year-old. Oh, okay. But, wow, that's really young. <laughs> uh, but like, like, when they get to the point where we put them in like sparring gear, I think we have one, we have one kid who's like about to turn five. Like, I think he's uh -huh. five very soon. But they're they're little. They're still pretty little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like they've been with us for a while. Like yeah. they've they've been in classes with us and we know how to like 
But I would say, like, at that age, too, like, when you see your parent lose it, mm-hmm. it's very scary. Oh, absolutely. And they seem like a different kind of person. And so I think that is what they're, they're afraid of turning into that sort of rageful version of themselves that I think mom or dad, because they're so much bigger and it's so loud when like mom or dad gets mad. I think that, anyway, that's, that's an idea that, that just popped into my head, which is like how we're not told to accept and sort of like try to manage our rage positively we're right. supposed to act like we don't have it and not get there. What's that idea of like how often do they see that out in the world? Yeah. You know, because the I mean, by the time they come into us, even at their youngest, they're at an age where they've seen at the very least large chunks of their neighborhood, if not, mm-hmm. you know, beyond. And how many innocent interactions do you see of people like engaging with various degrees of anger and then pulling back yeah you know hey watch what you right you know like like stuff like that like yeah. oh you're not you're not seriously you're not going to do the right you see that right you see various forms of that everywhere especially if you talk like you talk about like oh we're going to go like on the bus or the train and go places and you have to deal with like public transportation because people get very yeah. like yeah dude my neighbors got in a fight yesterday screaming screaming two guys i think they're i think they were a couple i think it was two two gay guys and the guy comes out and i swear i hadn't seen someone get hit in the face like 10 feet away because you know isaac's like what are you doing don't go out there into the hallway you don't want to this (laughs) is our mess right and i thought one of them i thought it was a woman like i thought Mm. i heard like some like a high yelp and i'm like i'm not going to be the woman like i would hope somebody comes out of their damn apartment if something's happening to me in a hallway So yeah, I'm going to go check and make sure everybody's okay. And I swear to God, I just, you know, they're talking, he's like getting his stuff out. I'm moving out. Give me my dogs. We're, you know, I'm done with this. So it's like a big breakup. Okay. And I, and the, the other guy comes out and he just hit him in the face. And I hadn't, I mean, like blood flew from the face. Uh, I was like, I just hadn't seen that. I mean, I was like, is this like a, uh, what is it called? Um, like an action film. I was like, right. that's where the only, so I ran and I got a towel and I gave it to the guy. And I was like, do you want me to call the cops? And they were both like, we don't want to deal with that headache. And I'm like, that's a whole other thing that I don't have to deal with, which is that if I assume that if I call the cops, it's not going to make things worse Right. for me, you know? Right. 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 So yeah. anyway, but it was just like, yeah, I was like, this is unbridled rage and people did not come out and eat. Isaac, you know, once he heard me say like, you know, don't hit, don't hit him or like no hitting. Then Isaac comes out and is like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, he was like, not my, what did he say? He was like, not my chickens, not my eggs or something. Some, some Indiana phrase about like, we don't get involved. Don't get, yeah. It's like the name. Na- and so he grew up in a place where the neighbor's drama was the neighbor's drama. Whereas I'm yeah. like, oh, we live, I live 10 feet from them. If someone's getting hurt, I'm going to like, I'm going to invest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get out there and start yelling at somebody. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it is an interesting conversation about where, where violence is allowed. Yeah. Because when you see kids pulling the head off of a doll, no one bats an eye. Right. No, there's, you don't, there's very rarely do you see the person who's like, no, 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 we don't do that. Like you, Uh you, we don't, we don't hurt the dolls. It's very much like, 
they're gonna get another one and it's gonna be fine and like no yeah. one like no one you know you see the kid like banging it on the thing and it's just yeah. like the noise is annoying but like no one no one addresses the violence as if done. it's abusive right 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 right, right. Uh, and it's it's that thing it's weird for us because like that's a thing that we have to measure when we teach class yeah right like that that's always a part of a lot of our conversations of like control right now like you yes you're doing the thing better now control it you're doing the thing faster now you control it you're doing the thing harder now control it right that's always the conversation wow. i want to i want to get it better i want your technique to be better but it, but I also want you to be able to measure that with control. Like that's a part of getting better. It's not separate. Right? Wow. It's, not this, it's not this idea that's like lost off in the universe. Like we want you to, to engage with that. Um, so it's a thing that we. That's something, God, that's valuable. Every every human should learn this. Well, it's, a, it's the same. Rage control, rage control. Yeah, rage and, control. And, that's, and that's, and we know, we know that part of why, especially the older ones, why they come is to get that out, mm -hmm. right? There, there are exercises that we do where we're like, you can- It's healthy. You can haul off and go, as hard, like go. Yeah. Like, go there, like put, get it all out. Like, no one's gonna get hurt. Do the, what are, yes, yeah. Un no, unload yourself. Unload, by yeah. all means, let it all out. Because uh, it's, it's healthy, it's therapeutic, it's cathartic, like we all- Yeah, so healthy. Like, it's a place where you can do it. You don't have to worry about hurting anyone, right? There's very little chance of you hurting yourself. Like we're gonna take care of you, that kind of thing. Um, but it is interesting to think about like, as little kids, how we frame violence. Mm -hmm. Because that's a, we, on, we only look at it as like, you know, don't hit the dog, don't, you know, don't don't do violence to like the animals. Don't hit other people. Don't hit me as mom or dad, right? Like those are violent acts. Yeah, like, no, don't scream yeah. at someone for no reason. Oh God! But, like you—that's one of the best things about acting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you have to hit this person in the face. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're okay oh, yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. You, you just remember you asked for this yeah we need a primal scream when's yeah. the last time you get you let out a primal ass scream oh, here's it's been years. yeah that's for, one of for, you're uh, in a safe context to right. explore the, yes to explore yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. I, there, there's a large part of me that looks at like a lot of the kids that i work with and i'm like you should do some kind of physical art just to like just to get it out yeah just to steam out yeah yeah, yeah. just to it's i don't want you to become a singer or an actor or a painter or whatever but like if you would you would benefit from that energy being able to outlet itself man i should do in that. some way <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it, it keeps it keeps us all sane you know what yeah. i mean like it it keeps and even even for the parents to just like you know, because some of them do come in and they're like, I don't, like this thing happened and I, I'm really not sure how to engage with it. Mm. And we're like, don't worry about it. Like we, we, we will, that is why they're here. Work on that. Yeah, yeah. We, will, we will address that. Uh -huh. Do not, don't you worry. Uh, so, it's so you know, hard it's, when you're little too because you don't have 
the communication skills yet to like use that as you're steaming out. Yeah. 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 And explain, oh, yeah. oh, this person that I'm paired with makes me uncomfortable. And there's no real reason, except I think they're talking about me behind my back. I mean, you don't yeah. have any of those skills, but no. it's, there's, there's no, you have all no these social, social interactions that you have no kind of like training for in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, there are a couple of kids where I have the, like, where we have to have the, like, what, what, what's wrong? What do you, no, 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 it's not, I can't understand you. I if know. You're, I think they're talking. Yeah. And like, if you're doing this, I can't understand you. And if I can't understand you, I can't help you. So right. do you, you want me to help you? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I need you to calm down and explain to me I know. what's going on. Some right? Of them I just don't have those skills yet. And no. how, how, how much worse that would, is that for them than us? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's luckily we have enough people that like one of us can like step in and be like, okay, so we're going to go to the side and we're just going to, we're going to engage right. And deal with whatever. Yeah. I've has heard erupted a for young you. artists, a lot of artists on the spectrum. Yeah. We have a lot and of those too. You have to be very aware of it. So it's like the verbal skills are not always there to resolve the issue. So how, how else can we resolve this issue? Or how else can you tell me how you're feeling? Yeah, 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 yeah. we have a lot. Like, I need to tell you that I hate you. And I'm like, do it, yell at me. It's okay. Yeah, so we had like, a lot of kids. You. And then they like, give me a hug. And I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. We had, we, had, I had a couple, we had a couple kids who, I don't know if they're on the spectrum. I can't, they, they don't present that way. But they have, there's well, some it's sort of. Impossible to, there's so many different varieties. It yeah, could yeah. be, who knows what uh, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have, there is some social something. Yeah. Something. So like, they're, it'll be like, they're all gun ho Like, yes, I'm going to go. I'm going to take class. They make all these, they have these conversations with mom or dad. Uh -huh. And then the minute they walk through the front door, did it's like, no. I can't go in. I'm not going to do it. Like, Aww. don't make me. And it becomes like this whole. It's scary. First day of yeah. anything is scary. I, there's some days that I'm like, I don't want to do this today. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So we go through, you know, all right, we're going to go downstairs. We're going to go just, just me and you. We're going to hang out. And they're like, okay, I can do that. Right. And we, we, we I have to build you. Okay. Right. And we check in. Okay. We've been out here for about 10 minutes. Like, do we think we can go upstairs? No, no. Okay. We're going to keep going. All right. We'll get another 10 minutes in. All right, how about, okay, do me this favor. We're gonna go upstairs and we're gonna sit. We're gonna we're go upstairs, we're gonna sit. Yeah, we're just gonna sit yeah. and watch. We'll yeah. see how that goes, okay? All right, yeah, we'll sit and watch. Maybe steps. Yeah. Right, we're sitting and we're watching. It's like, maybe we can sit inside, right? Mom's gonna sit right here, right? So if you need to, right, mom or dad or brothers, whoever, they're gonna, they're gonna be right here. We're just yeah. gonna sit right inside the door. Cool, right, we're gonna do that, right? We're gonna sit oh, right inside nice. the door. You know, so there's, and we've, I mean, there's all, you know, there, there are kids who just never, they just never made it into class uh -huh. with anyone else because they just required, like, it just, it was just too much. It's like, too much stimulus, too much, yeah. too many things, like, going on, like, to get them to focus yeah. that much. Just, you know, there's yelling and kicking and things, you yeah. know. So yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they'll like, uh, you know, coloring or golf, yeah. you know. Yes. That's yeah, the yeah. thing kids do. You got to show them all this kind, every, all the varieties of stuff, and then they'll tell you, like, I'm comfortable here, not here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it sucked because, you know, before things, before the world went to complete shit. Um, <laughs> well, 
you know, we, we, there were a lot of, we had a lot of kids who were on the spectrum who would come because it was, it is a great routine for them to have uh-huh. its structure, yeah, right? We do a lot of the same things, but uh-huh. there's enough variety that like they can be introduced to other concepts without it being like so jarring, right? There's a lot built into the system that's very helpful yeah, for, for kids who are on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and then like it all went away. Uh, you know, so it's, and we did like the Zoom thing for a while, but it's not like you need to be like hands on. Yeah. Like I need to be able to like grab you if I need. I need to be able to like get down on your level if I need. I need to be, you know, um, so when we started back and they all came back, it was like starting from like less than scratch. Wow. Because it was like, we had to, they had to like relearn all the stuff all over again. But now there's there's this trauma of being like stuck. Yeah. You know, having this blank of a year. Uh, so it was, it was a I little think, rough. I think definitely this last few, this last year and a half has been like traumatic. Yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's a thing of, you know, part of the reason that we started down this road, just in general, but this project also, is um, is wanting to, like, talk about it. Is that that necessity of, like, these, the conversations that are happening in, like, the bigger sense of the world, you know, the, the, the Senate subcommittees and the congressional hearings and the blah, 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 blah. Right, I think we've gotten very complacent as a society, like speaking very generally, at allowing those conversations to happen over there. You know, that's a that's a you know CNN pundit conversation, on the internet or something. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, it, we've gotten very like, oh yeah, yeah, they're like, let them talk about that over there as yeah. if it doesn't have an effect on like our daily life, and, and some of those conversations don't in very like big ways. Right, like the way that it affects us as individuals is actually quite tiny. Um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't engage with it in 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 some way, publicly or more publicly than we normally would. You know, because it's very different for like you know you you and Isaac to talk about stuff yeah. in like your little like bubble. Yeah. Right. It's different. Like when, when my wife and I we talk about stuff. Like yes, we can we can devil devil's advocate things and. There are a lot of things that we don't necessarily see like perfectly eye to eye on, but you know, for the most part, our conversations do take on a certain amount of synchronicity after a while, because you know we 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 do have. Yeah, I would say because I was stuck with, I mean, stuck with, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like we're you're stuck with someone in that space. Yeah, we talked about this these kinds of things less. Oh yeah didn't want them to kind of inhabit because everything was phone screens news that it was like I don't know we we didn't process a lot of things that happened this year because we I don't know how where we were supposed to put them or you know it's oh well that's awful yeah that's awful or like you know the the insurrection when we were watching it like I remember like we didn't say anything we were just like oh my god like I you know absolutely words so yeah yeah, yeah, and it's it's. I think it is one of those things where, you know, and 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 people always say, oh well, I you know, I I do I did talk about it, right, um, but it's not just 
that I feel like people need to have these conversations because they do more than once. Uh, but they need to be public about having had yeah. those conversations. I don't know. It's also scary too. I mean, even doing this, I I I kind of told myself I wasn't going to swear, and I think I did. So sorry about that. But like the I don't know if that matters. But but the um the you know the threat of like cancel culture or did I say something right or did I use the wrong term to describe something or was my um was the meaning behind what I wanted to say the same as what actually came out of my face? Mm. Like those mm. those are real threats now. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it does. It does take some. It does take some cojones to to be public about your opinions about any of this stuff these days, because you have an entire spectrum of responses to all of these social events and you know crises that have happened this year, and whatever you say about them puts you firmly Emily. on one part of that. You know, one or the other. Yeah. So it's, and, it's, and it seems like extra exposing or something. Oh, totally. And and it is, and it is. I think we just, in a general sense, we need to get used to the idea of like a gray area. Yeah. And and part of that is is listening to other people's stories, right? It's not just oh, your yeah. opinion about this thing, but like my lived experience has brought me to this point. And, mm -hmm. and recognizing that the, that that does mean something in, on a person-to-person -person level, yeah. right? It doesn't like, matter to years you could believe something completely different. Yeah, you yeah. know, like and I don't need it to matter to the vice president when they're sitting in and they're deciding some federal amendment. Like that, obviously, like that has no place there, right? But us sitting around a table having dinner, like that's the perfect place for that to have a certain amount of weight because yeah. that's the only place where it can yeah. matter. Those, those have become very tense. They have, they have. And it, it, and it sucks because I found myself, especially after the, the insurrection and like all of the various things that came out after it. Um, I had a day where I was like, like I saw like something and, I, and my initial reaction was like, oh my God, these people are so stupid. Like I went down that rabbit hole ah. uh, like real fast. Like with like so quick, um, just pass judgment and and da da da. And they're so, um, and then I stopped myself and I was like, I know nothing about these people. Well, what I nothing. I guess what shocked me the most was that I I didn't I didn't dismiss them when I mm. saw it, although I wanted to. Mm. But the I. What I, I, it wasn't like I admire, I didn't admire them, the, not, not what I mean, but the idea that like, if I really thought that our election was stolen, would I actually go to Washington DC to do something about it? Mm. And I'm like, I think my sense of patriotism is pretty complacent and that I'm like trusting that the systems work or I think that they do, but if somebody convinced me otherwise, would I show up and be like, now it's corrupt, this doesn't, you know. So I understood that they had been told that and they mm. believed that mm. and that they were acting on that belief. And I was like, what makes that any different from, you know, Boston Tea Party, mm. right. you know, where it's like, we will not stand 
that this that this government is not representing me or facilitating democracy the way that I know it to be. I'm going to go make a stand about it. Not only did I, yeah. So so I I can appreciate their commitment to the country that they have in their mind. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if mine is, my commitment is that strong, you know? Yeah, I went to the absolutely. Women's March. Right. Ta-da! <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. I didn't storm a building. Should I have? I should have gone, you know, you know what I, I regret? I was like, I should have gone to that, you know, like Dr. Ford versus Kavanaugh. The, yeah. the I'm like, we should have showed up for that chick, you know? I mean, there are opportunities for me to, to express my patriotism. And I just, I am so overwhelmed and disillusioned by the system that I don't have that same sort of like passion or sense of personal responsibility. Yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, okay, we could say they're crazy or we could say they're defending a government that they think has fallen. Right. Yeah. And then who's crazy, you know? Right. At that point. Yeah. And I, and I think the, that, I think like that, like having that, that moment, that momentary pause is what made me want to do, what made me do this. Cause it's sort of been an idea that I've been kicking around um, because I felt like, like that was a very stark example of us not being willing to listen to individual voices. Right, that that whole argument, that entire conversation, became something that we as individuals argued about. Mm -hmm. But the the actual back and forth, the actual debate, the actual listening, like the actual like constructive conversation, we allowed to exist far outside of our control. Well, right? I think the conversation is binary. Oh, absolutely, and that, and that's a thing. Like, oh, we have middle ground somewhere. We can all agree on. You know, right. and that's a, like, no, we can't. No, no, no. Right. And that's the thing that I looked out and I was like, at the time, like responding to this, like sort of post that I saw, I was like, we're not even trying. Like, we're, we're not even, we're not even trying to, to be like, maybe there's a middle ground, right? Maybe there is humanity in this moment, gone awry, sure, but humanity nonetheless. And it, like, I and finding myself being in that place of like dismissive of their humanness, I was like, oh, yeah. this is not. That's not good for anybody. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm feeding the problem that I'm, yes. I'm mad at. And you're you know? making them uh, more other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Absolutely. You know. Uh -huh. So it's, you know, I was like, I, I need to, I felt the need to be like these things. I wanted to put something out there that mm -hmm. at least tried to be like we are we are people who live lives that have weight. Mm -hmm. And if we could just take a pause to to even just the tiniest amount of weight to that to that truth, then maybe just maybe I can sit down with someone who doesn't see the world the same way I do. And recognize that that's okay, mm -hmm. right? I don't have to cancel them because I think that they said something ridiculous or offensive, mm -hmm. or or 
some ist that that exists out in the world uh, but that i can look at those comments or those those pictures or those motivations and be like okay but why why you know like why what what makes what you a person to do that right you know they what, have to have a reason you know because it's not it's not as if you know you look at those videos it's not as if behind them there were these guys with guns being like you have to go storm yeah. the capital right it didn't happen all like in a rush you know we were processing peacefully and, and things just kind of like got out of hand like there was this deliberate like push and then they pushed back and then they were stopped and then they pushed back again and then they were stopped right it was this step-by-step -step process where you you had to decide mm -hmm. like no i'm going to continue to do this thing because i believe fill in again yeah. um, i got into a facebook argument once well not argument um it was during the 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 whole nfl kneeling like conversation the um, nfl what the the players in the nfl kneeling during oh the, kneeling uh, oh okay yeah. yes it was during this it was during that whole that whole thing uh, uh colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so at this point like colin had been fired Ugh. he's no longer playing mm -hmm. um and then trump had made his comment and then the whole nfl was like really that's how you feel so everybody's gonna kneel now now we're all gonna do it um so mm -hmm. it was during like that that whole stage and mm -hmm. someone on had posted on facebook about it in like a, I forget what like the comment was, but basically being like, like this is disrespectful, this is ridiculous, and I and I saw it and I was like, I don't understand mm -hmm. like this react because it was a very like intense reaction. And I was like, he was very clear about why he did what he did. He had a conversation with someone from the military about why he did what he did. Mm -hmm. Kneeling was the compromise that they arrived at together. As a still respectful. Right. As a respectful, right. As a respectful. I didn't know that he had had a previous. Yeah. He sat down with, I, I don't know the guy's like rank, but he sat down with somebody from the military and then the, the reaction that sort of came out after the big conversation. He was like, well, like if you knelt, that's okay. Cause we kneel when like people die, we kneel yeah. out of respect for this. Like we, there is we no be ourselves. Right. In kneeling. In kneeling. Uh-huh. And and for whatever reason that part of the conversation like got lost. So Yeah, I've so never was, heard that. I had seen this post and I was like, I, like I don't get it. I don't I'm trying to see like your side of it. Mm -hmm. But the intensity of your reaction is 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 keeping me from being able to access mm -hmm. it. So mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, like I'm just I'm just trying to understand like why do you why do you feel this way like no no like i'm not trying to like start an argument like i'm not i'm not in, right. like man i was very much like if, yeah yeah like i'm like i just like i understand that you're upset i just don't understand why mm -hmm. um and it started this whole like thread and we went back and forth like a couple times kind of cordially mm -hmm. um and then i i I don't know, I can't remember if it was like something that I said, but like at some point, like they started to like work themselves up. Oh. Right, and it, it, they started to like really like sound off. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, we got into the, like there was a comment of like, you don't understand, da, 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 da. and I was like, hold on. I was like, one, 
you know nothing about me. In fact, we've been at this thread for a while and none of you on here have asked anything about me mm -hmm. or my life. So you don't know what I do and do not know. Understand, yeah. Right? So understand that like, I came here because I did not understand and I want to understand, yeah. yes. right? I'm not interested in trying to prove my feelings on the matter. I have mm -hmm. no interest in trying to be right. I just wanted to like get a better insight into where you guys were coming from because the original post was so intense, right? Additionally, the person who posted it only lives maybe an hour and a half away from me. That like driving less 45 minutes, like we grew up basically in each other's backyards and we see the world radically different. And part of that is because they grew up there and I grew up here. Mm -hmm. And we, I can go visit her right now. We can sit down, talk for several hours, and I could still make it home before dinner. Like that difference matters. And you're refusing to acknowledge that there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Right. You're coming at this conversation as if we're all the same. We all come from the same place. We all come from the same history. We all have the same lived experiences. Right. And I was like, you know, so I kind of went on and I was like, don't don't come at me when I've A, been respectful this whole time, but B, when you don't know and don't have any interest in knowing, right? You clearly don't want to know my side of it. You're mm -hmm. only interested in being mad about your side of things. Mm -hmm. And there was like a pause. And then finally someone was like, well, it's just wrong, okay? Like, it's just this thing that you don't do. And like, that's it. And I was like, cool, got it. Fair enough. Right, fair enough. But at no point did they go, oh, you know what? You're right. We don't know anything about you. What is your lived experience? Mm -hmm. Right, what what, what did well, you go I mean, It's binary, right? It's yeah. either this or wrong, wrong and bad. Yeah, um, and that that for me well, was- There's no why, yeah. Right. No, we're not, we're not, we're far more interested in being right. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm, I'm more interested in you being like, you know what, you're right. Then being like, you know what, I see what you're saying. Right, I can learn from this, yeah. Right, it's a very different, um, I forget where I saw it, but it was like, it's, a, it's that, that sense of, are you, when you're in an argument, are you actually listening to the other person or are you just waiting for your turn to respond? Yeah. Right. It's a subtle difference, but it's a it it it's miles apart when you talk about mm -hmm. where you end at the end of this conversation. Because mm -hmm. if I'm just listening to you, waiting for my chance to to rebut, then it doesn't matter what you say, right? I'm not actually engaging with the it's concepts. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting to be like, nope, that's wrong. Nope, that's wrong. Nope, that's wrong. Right? I'm not actually engaging with what you're trying to get at. Funny, which brings me back to acting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> acting is re um, yeah. Is it my line? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was one. Of, it's one of those things that, like, as I, you know, coming out of the insurrection and going like the year sort of like starting, starting, 
um, that I was like, you know, these conversations need, these private conversations need to be like out there, mm -hmm. you know, that people need to engage with the concept of everyone's like daily life, my everyday Monday to Sunday, get up in the morning, pay my bills, you know, feed my, my body, like trying to survive yeah. life. Cause we can argue about the big yeah. issues, yeah. you know, all we want, but like, what does that actually look like for everyone? It's weird. Yeah. Life's weird, dude. Oh, oh, entirely. Entirely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I was going to have it like more figured out by now, but I, I, I don't know. No, no. I mean, but this, just, the, you're right that connecting like this does help. It was, and, it, and a large part of it came from the fact that like, as I was going through those first set of, of interviews, mm -hmm. like I was, like I was affected ah, uh -huh. like deeply, like, cause a lot of those stories really like, like they mess with me. Mm. So like I would go through like two, three interviews and then I wouldn't like look at it for like two, three weeks at a time wow. because I just couldn't, like I, I couldn't go through that material and not be affected by it. And not feel your way through it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, so it, then I started to realize like, I should have gone through these like ages ago. Why is it taking so long? And I was like, oh, because I can't. It's taxing. Yeah, like yes. it, 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 it requires something. Yeah. You know, it's very hard to hear some of the stories and, and not, and not have it cut to the right. bone a right. little bit. Uh, and it's, it is, I mean, I think back to um, even your story about the the cultural day and it's it's very it's a very simple story like it's not like you know it's it's in the, on the spectrum of things that happen to people like right it, right, it doesn't it's not like traumatic physically or right, yeah right, right. um but like listening to that that story like i had to like pause it because I think whether you've had that happen to you personally, it does cut to something human mm -hmm. in all of us to have somebody of authority come to you and not only like assign you something that you aren't, um, but to create a situation where not doing it feels so detrimental mm -hmm. right you get to that place of where you feel like i have no choice but to but to now do this thing even though like it's 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 not mine like it, you mm -hmm. force this yeah right and that, just I think, how they saw me yeah right uh -huh. you know and i think that's they a concept that and now i'm responsible for that and it's and it right. has no understanding <laughs> but, yeah there's they nothing didn't they didn't care Right. They just wanted a nice cultural day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, I think that's something that all of us can identify with because we, we all know what it is to walk into a room and have someone size you up and treat you based on something arbitrary. Mm -hmm. You know, I decided to wear a suit today, but you've given me 
a whole personality based on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I decided to wear my hair back. I decided to wear my hair down. I decided to dress down. I mm-hmm. decided to, you know, put the shades on and be somewhat undercover. I decided mm-hmm. to be bright and loud, right? Those things are are super arbitrary. And like, mm-hmm. I woke up in a mood and like, that's what I went with. And that's what I Yeah, totally. It, you walk into a room and people give you tick tick this, tick, yeah. tick yeah they start, they start checking off a bunch of boxes, boxes yeah. and they treat you accordingly and it's like slow down <laughs> you know you mm-hmm. don't maybe ask about some of those boxes before you start to just assign yeah uh, yeah it, it's it's something that like i'm i'm just even now like with my older students it's like I'm constantly sitting them down and being like, but why would you assume that? Yeah. Like what what in that situation led you to feel or think that way? Yeah. Especially if the other person didn't offer that. Right. Why first. did you assume that? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, where how did you arrive at that at that point, at that place, if that other person didn't take you there mm-hmm. first? And that's such a complicated thing to answer. Yeah. How do we get here? Right. Do we make that assumption about someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it many is. experiences is that the sum of? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, there's one thing I would like to like just squeeze in. Uh, I know we've been like back yeah, and forth sure. for a while. Um, the yeah. thing that I've sort of been more interested in is the concept of like you know, what we feel like is being left out of conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially when you look at, you know, Black Widow just came out and there are a lot of female-led projects that are just kicking around in various forms of media out there. Um, What what is something that you wish was a part of the the you know women being represented in certain ways um, in entertainment that you feel like either isn't there at all or like isn't bigger? Um, um, that's a tough question. I would say there's a there's a few things that I would like to see a lot more of. Hmm. Um, as far as theater goes, I think uh, body type inclusivity still mm-hmm. has an enormous way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just, okay, I put a person who has a different size or shape on stage and didn't I do a good job, but that person also should be seen as sexy mm-hmm. or in charge of something or mm-hmm. you know, maybe plays of uh, an athlete Mm-hmm. like a healthy person so it's mm-hmm. it's not just representation it's a it's addressing those choices um in in a way that makes those th- that can chip away at those stereotypes about them mm-hmm. um so yeah i would love to see that and and we're seeing more more of that in the in the cultural sphere but there's all, and, but with that comes all this backlash on on the internet, where it's like, you know, put on a shirt if you have a tummy, or you know, or you know, 
what is it called? Uh, when they Photoshop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that kind of stuff. I would love to have role models that didn't Photoshop. Mm. Yeah. I also think, I would say that mm, as a woman who has experienced, oh, I don't know, on the spectrum of female experiences, but, uh, you know, sexual assault and um, I've definitely experienced that. And also like um, where I felt like I trusted someone and I was in a positive relationship with them. And then the sexual boundaries became things that I weren't comfortable with, mm. but I felt that love was kind of more than that. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of room for conversations about that specific issue that I don't see explored a lot, which is sexual health and trust and a valuing of the sexual experience that, uh, that gives the female um, a sense of you know, safety and of propriety over their own body. And I think, I don't know, I don't know what it comes from, but I do think that porn has a lot to do with that. Yeah. And how much it's available and how it depicts women. And I've had relationships where guys had some addiction to porn and weren't able to perform sexually without it. Mm. Or, you know, I, it, it's just, I find it to be, um, I don't know what the women in the, I mean, if they're really not being exploited and they really want to engage in those kinds of things, I think we need to, as a culture, dive into why that's appealing to people. You know, if they're really going to go in for some sort of like like aggressive porn, there's like names for it. I don't know what it is, but like if people are turned on by that, that's like a psych, you know, mm. I'm, I I can't fault the fantasy, but I, I don't know. Some Somewhere in between the fantasy and enacting that in real life happens way too fucking often. Yeah. And I just think that there's some, there's a big disconnect in terms of like what masculinity is and what the female um, experience of pleasure and of safety with her own body is. And I just don't, we don't have a lot of good examples of that, that, you know, and I just, I don't know why that, why that wouldn't be sexy to someone, right. a video about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, a conversation that I had yeah. uh, the last episode, I was talking to, to two friends of mine who work together. And I, the question I put before them was like, you know, I'd had this conversation where I was like, we we unhealthily use porn as a sexual education tool. And then we don't mm -hmm. talk about it. Right? A, we don't we don't talk about the fantastical nature of it mm -hmm. while presenting it as a tool to help reality. Mm -hmm. Um and and B, we don't talk about the the danger of looking at the various roles that are played as being three-dimensional mm -hmm. when they are extremely archetypical. Mm -hmm. So we're sending, there's this whole group of people who get to this place and they, they have all of these questions. And one, we don't engage with it in person. So that's a, a thing. Right, um, there's no dialogue about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know plenty of people when I was growing up who were like, just go watch porn. Mm. Right, as if like that was the that will answer all of your questions. 
right? And it doesn't, right? There's no like tutorial guide of like, yeah. this is, right? They, they just, it's just right. the fantasy that they play Right, this is what a real on. person would be okay with. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. No. Um, and, then, and then also like the expectations that it sets for young people. Yeah. Now, uh, I'll, I target men more because I feel like porn as an industry targets men more, but mm -hmm. I think for men and women who watch it, there's this expectation that it sets of what sex is supposed to, right? There's a general thing that happens across all versions mm -hmm. where like it's supposed to last this long and yeah. it's a it's supposed to feel really good and you're supposed to react like this and you're supposed yeah. to do these things to get these right there's a very like there's a formula that they follow mm -hmm. um, and they do that because it's stimulating and it keeps people engaged with the content which is the job mm -hmm. of the various actors right but because we never say to anyone by the way like go watch it because you can there are things that you will see that will help you understand some concepts that are hard for us to talk about, but they are actors and it is a performance mm -hmm. and it is a fantasy. So do take a lot of what you see with a grain of salt. Because then what I see is we go back and then that relationship that starts to develop as that those kinds of, that, that sexual attraction starts to develop and build they start to mimic those reactions because they go, that's what's expected. Right. Right. And then there's a line that gets crossed where your humanity comes above what you think is expected of you. Mm -hmm. And you start to go, oh, this is actually a little uncomfortable or like, I don't like this or like, I don't actually know what to do. Yeah, there is a gray area where you're like, do I enjoy this? I don't know what I could try it. No, I definitely don't like it. Right. And now I need to deal with was that a trauma, trauma, traumatic experience because I really didn't like that. I mean, and there's nowhere to go with all that. Right. And a lot of it is because we don't. We foist upon people this concept. And then we never engage with it. Yeah. Right? And the response usually is like, Oh, you watch the thing, so now you understand. No, no, <laughs> no I don't. Like, right? What happens when I, you know, I, I, I'm a medium girl, and you know, we get intimate with each other, and it doesn't look the same. I, but I thought, I thought that oh, it's supposed to look like that, and it doesn't. Now what? Or like, I did the thing that the guy did. It's supposed to. It's not supposed to be one right. way. Other. you have to figure it out with your partner yeah right and that's 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 where the disconnect comes right so you know the guy he goes he has his first experience and like most prepubescent or early adolescent teenagers right they're not you know jeremy north and they can go for hours and hours on end and they're just like these rock star studs and know what to do. They're completely clueless and they're fumbling and there's no, wait, is this how it works? And like, what? And like, it's too much and they get stimulated and they- And now it's over, yeah. Right? And now it's like, now I don't know what to do because when I watched the video, this is what happened. Yes. And my expectation was that like, I would just do this and like the right. magic and- the Theology so different is there's right. nothing wrong. Right, and then for for the the, the partner, same thing of like 
oh, like you're doing the thing from those videos. Got it. So here's the here's the sequence of events. Wow. And then a, like a left turn happens because they they are performing and are practiced and we are brand new and no don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, and now both parties are left in this limbo of like, I don't, like, there's no porn video that's like, this is real life. <laughs> and these are the ways that you can react. Start this, that. Right. The awkward porn. Yeah. Right. The, right, the, that video have healthy conversations. <laughs> right, no, that video doesn't exist. And the people that you would go to talk to about it are the same ones who take you to send you to the videos that now have you thinking stupid stuff. Yeah. So, you know, what that, that whole process is corrupt. Yes. I don't know how to fix it. I think that first we'd have to get over our squeamishness talking about sex and our bodies. Yeah. And we have to stop expecting our bodies to do one thing or another. And that's going to take us another, I don't know, 200 years. I mean, if the planet lasts, I don't. <laughs> if, if, if. So it's like, I know the progress on that is still slow, so slow. I, I was taught abstinence. I was taught abstinence. I was like, if you have sex, you're going to get AIDS or you're going to get pregnant. I remember that. Yeah. Those and so you shouldn't do it ever. And I was like, this is not. Hmm. You know, yeah. I was scared to death of, of AIDS for the next 20 years until I met people who lived with it and had fulfilling lives and understood that that was not what defines them. Right. And not something to be scared of, you know? Yeah. So, I, I remember learning that, that women wanted sex as much as guys and it like like I couldn't function for like a couple of weeks <laughs> because I had, I had been conditioned to see like female relationship to sex in very specific ways. Ah. It never, it never occurred to me that women could want sex healthily. Mm. Like that I could see that and engage with it and be like, no, that's perfectly normal. What? So when it, when it happened, I would like, I was like, this, is, wait, what, what, what? Like it really, it, it and I, I'm sad to say that, but I was in college. I didn't know any better. And like, I, I was, I, I like, I didn't, it took me a while to. They should be able to want that the way they want that. Yeah. Without being stigmatized as being a whore or as someone who, yeah, who has like an insatiable appetite. Right, right. I mean, all these other things that are just complete garbage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, especially when I think about the kids that I work with, it's always that, I always have that question in the back of my mind of like, you, this is where you are. You're right in the sweet spot for like all of those issues kinds of, of questions yeah. i think we just don't address sex in a healthy way in this in our culture we don't and i think that that affects women yeah i mean i think i think it affects, i think it affects men too but i feel like women receive more sexual violence because of it oh absolutely yeah and absolutely. so like, you know yes i would love more representation but i would also love you know like in terms of artistic and you know cultural spaces yes I would like to depict a woman who has a sense of her own sexuality and wants to explore the way that she wants to and have healthy communication, la la la. But we almost can't even palette that if we don't believe that that exists in our actual lives. 
or maybe I just need to write a play about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel like that conversation is out there. And again, like it's a thing that we, because we've seen the stories of the young woman raised by the strong, the, the strong mother who teaches them like not to bow down and not to kowtow and to be themselves and, and unapologetic about it. But then the minute that the concept of sex comes up, it becomes a very different conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. And then and right, the dad like is like, you're never gonna have sex. And then, you know, the mom is like, well, we don't talk about that in public. And it's like Yeah, the shame know, of it. You know, what what would be the conversation if dad was like, you know what? This is uncomfortable for me, but it'll be healthier for you if yes. we have this conversation. Yes. Right. Like, like, know that I'm going yeah, to be uncomfortable. Brave enough to do that. Like, I'm. Right. I guess I'm assuming that if I if I have kids, that that'll be my chance to like implement change because then I'll have <laughs> those conversations. Because I'm like, I'm not a sex ed teacher, you know. Right. So how how else do does one kind of kind of use their didactic self to infiltrate the system that seems to be not is that is clearly not functioning you know yeah yeah, no, yeah. But we have to we have to because i think that's i think that is really i think the damage that is done is stays with you forever absolutely yeah and i see it all the time i mean even my parents and it's innocent like uh the, the boys who take class, they, they're young, you know what I mean? And with that comes just a certain amount of unawareness. Yeah. You know, they don't, the world just sort of happens and, you know, they're not, they're too busy engaging with whatever's right in front of them to like yeah. see all the things that we as adults see. Right. But the reaction to that is so wildly different, right? In the room, we treat everyone pretty much equally, right? Like. If pants are falling down, pull them up. Shirts riding up, pull it down. It doesn't matter like who it is. Yeah, or like, what it's every, covering. It's just right. it's just it's it's, yeah. it's oh this is too long. We're gonna roll it up. Like that, we deal with everyone very equally in that way. Yeah. But when they leave, there is the sense of like the boys are like oh you're you're so sloppy. What am I gonna do with you? Like ugh, you're such a boy. We get like I see I hear like I overhear a lot of those kinds of comments. Oh. that get made right it gets sort of like not dismissed but like it's just sort of like glazed over mm -hmm. you know oh you're you're so you know you're, you're, you're. Mm -hmm. with the girls it's like um why did you let that happen you know ah. didn't, I, didn't i tell you that you have to like be aware of this thing um, oh you like know, you can't let if they have boobs and something happens oh right my like God. right there's there's a little there's a little bit more of like you know for the you, girls you be the one in control of it right you need yeah. to be aware of that you need to be aware that your body is inappropriate right in that in that moment yeah. and it's like that's at nine years old yeah. i don't know if that's a thing that i can absolutely put on uh-huh right because and then again, you have, to carry that. you have to carry that around with you all the time. Right. Right. I guess this is inappropriate for me to have this. Oh, I'm distracting. Exactly. I'm, I must be gross or unclean. I mean, it's absolutely it's the worst. It's the and worst. It, it's it's <laughs> and it's a thing of 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 like, and I see it. I see the because they're 
you know, we have them for years at a time. So the ones who've been with us for a while, I see that, like that shift yeah. in in them, right? That we, we're not even talking about like, oh, they're going through puberty and like, that's a thing. And but, like, before no, we even get to that. Consciousness of their anatomy and their, how they present. Yeah. Yeah. So when there, there's this weird point that happens where we're training and there's this constant like fixing that happens, oh. right? Like there's this constant like adjustment and it starts early, right? Because they see mom do it. They see grandma do it. They see older women do it and they emulate. So they, they're fixing without needing to fix, right? So like I see them like, like they adjust their shirt and I'm like, you've been standing there for five minutes, mm-hmm. right? Like you haven't moved. If you haven't moved, your clothes haven't moved. If your clothes haven't moved, what are you fixing? Yeah, but that, that's, it's taking up that mental space already. The, yeah. I got to correct myself. Yeah, so there, there is a little, like I do try to clock that that level of like, like stuff fidgeting. Mm-hmm. And then, and like, you, and I see the like, the, the, oh, like I didn't even know that I was doing it. It's already become second nature. Yeah, or like, like I'll see like, and not all of them do this, but like some of them will like catch themselves like in the mirror. And like, and from and for a minute, it like shifts to be like the mirror in your house, not the public space, and there just happens to be a mirror on the wall. Not that we're in a class, right. yeah. yeah. And I see, I see that like, right? They like, they like key in on something, <laughs> you know. And it's like, it's not that kind of mirror. Come back, like yep. it, that's not. Stop picking yourself apart. Yeah, right. Yes. That's that's not what it's for. No one, like one of the, one of the girls came in, she was doing like something, and I looked at her and I was like, um. Are you planning to date any of the young men in this room? And she looked at me like, have you lost your mind? I was like, so why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is an affectation where you're making yourself presentable, right? And that's fine, but are you making yourself presentable for somebody in this room right now? No, then you don't need to do it. Like, just exist. It's okay. You can just well, I mean, be here. Maybe even go a step further, which is that the idea that someone has to make themselves presentable for a guy also is a defeatist attitude. Oh, no, yeah. You know um, what I mean? Um, but I, I totally get your point. But that, yeah, yeah, the yeah. idea that it's just like, oh, why can't you just be okay with what you look like? And then if somebody likes you, they're going to come over and want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like, and we, and we like, we joked about it, but I was like, you don't, like, you've pulled yourself completely out of this moment. Yes. To, to engage with this thing that it's all, it's, it's just you. Yeah. No one here. Yeah, it's image. It's is something. engaging with that concept, right? Yeah. You have done that to yourself and you don't, you don't need to because that's yeah. not what this place is about. I know, but it's all the messages they're getting about that. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I, I, I know that, I get that, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I totally yeah. see that, but I'm trying to give her that sense. Yeah, of like, to give them a better environment where it's like, nope, yeah. this is not that mirror. I yeah, like-, like this. Yeah, this is not, it's not that kind of mirror. It's not that kind of space, mm-hmm. right? We're not, if, if you came to me and you were like, oh my God, he's so cute and did it, then that's a conversation that you and I can have and we can engage with that concept when it happens. Mm-hmm. But right now in this moment, I know that that's not a thing. So. Yeah. There's no need to, to force that in here. No one's looking at you like that. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm. So don't force that mm-hmm. on yourself and start stuffing yourself into a bunch of boxes that you feel that yeah. 
you need to be it. Just, just that's what they see is what successful is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that that's always always interested to see what. Uh, I know you're with them at the that right at that key time, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that like ten to fourteen gap dude, is times, dude. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> It's a rough one. Yeah, um, you learn because, you learn so much. You learn at like hyper speed about socialization, and you're not equipped for any of it. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm always interested in 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 what in what gets left out of conversations because again, I think we've we've gotten very complacent with letting it exist in very specific ways in very specific places. Um, and we need to start being more everyday about it. Like if I run for office, then that's a very different thing. And I can, you know, if you're planning on being a politician, sure, but most of us aren't. So, you know, like we need to deal with some more, a little more everyday reality versus like, you know, the legalization of the dude. Like, no, like we don't care about that stuff more often than not. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything you like want to throw in? Bring up, I feel, ask, I feel proffer. Cool, I cool. hope I hope I should feel good. <laughs> no, no. Read about one's image. Right. I'm <laughs> speaking with you, Akai. It's always yeah. It's always no. nice to be around someone so genuine and who's interested in in, in my genuine self as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you yes. very much. I no, thank, thank you for uh, sharing of, of yeah sorry of i had things. to call sometime no oh all good all good okay. we're not we're not trying to to proffer image just just letting people know who we are okay hopefully are you gonna <laughs> um, do your outro i am i am i am uh, okay. before we sign off uh, i want to give a special thanks to our guest anna for being here and sharing of herself um, i want to thank you our listeners for taking this journey with us whenever, wherever you are right now. Uh, and a small reminder that the world is truly vast. We can't know everyone's personal story, but it never hurts to take a step back and listen. Uh, I am Makai Franklin. We are the Breakthrough Movement, and this has been Breakthrough Speaks. We will see you next time. And thanks again for taking the time. Bye, Yay. guys.